fucking sex shit um it's the limbo podcast again tuesday night i'm very happy to welcome mr a mo from a podcast with another show tonight how you doing tonight my friend uh i'm good how are y'all oh we're fucking good buddy fucking we're good. excited mo we're ready to go off the cuff off the script just have a fucking time tonight i don't even have a script yeah i'm down for whatever i i we mentioned earlier today we didn't know what we're going to talk about <laughs> i i enjoy that i prefer not actually having a plan so good thank that's god my podcast so hey i like it you i like your podcast man i like i like the ones where you just like shit talk people's music <laughs> yeah <laughs> you get you get drunk with the boys and listen to some people shit and be like oh my god what the fuck was that <laughs> right and in general i'm pretty positive but someone has to be critical so i'm always like uh well it could be better here you know on certain things so i've become like the salmon cow and that's kind of fun well, it uh, sounds but- like you're like constructively criticizing them you know not just like right. oh this guy fucking sucks yeah. right well and i'm the only one of my co-hosts generally who's made music so okay. like i'm coming from an like i'm like i get it guys like i just think you need to cut out some low end you know i say shit like that but like my homie skinny who's on he just loves raves and he just starts fucking laughing and having <laughs> he like... He just loves rapes. <laughs> he just enjoys it all. Like, it doesn't matter what the music is. He's like, God, took me to a fucking mountain paradise where cows <laughs> had tips. And you're like, what? It's mm-hmm. like, it's fun, though. It's good <laughs> time. <laughs> and I take it that this podcast involves a lot of acid with some of your guests and... <laughs> Uh, no, we, uh, we've we kept it to uh, the two alcohols we drink. We do Southern Comfort, uh, which is a whiskey that's uh, easy yeah. to, to drink. Oh, and then we God. do LITs. Uh, so I'll buy stuff to make LITs. And then uh, lots of marijuana. We have medical marijuana in Oklahoma. We finally caught up and last nice. been great since then. And then in the last few weeks, I've gotten really into the dab regs. So like the music podcast that's going to come out, I think it's next week or whenever it comes out. We get like way more fucked up because it's the first one we had a dab reg. And so I was like, fuck, I don't remember anything, guys. Just play the next song. So uh, I'm pretty good at, like, being really fucked up, but you can't really tell on the microphone. So I can normally pull it together. But the music one, you will definitely hear me crack, like, or, or, or notice I'm fucked up because I just can't say – I can't remember stuff. And it's like, uh, these guys are from Detroit, and it's like they're from Seattle. You know, <laughs> stuff like that happens all the time. What's I, the, what's... I wish I had that excuse, yeah. man. I just don't. I was like, I'm just straight as an arrow here, and then I just forget. I can't remember. And, and then I just I just fucking jealous of the people that are stoned out of their, their head and be like, I, I'm still functioning, you know, still feeling good, still functioning, because, fuck, I can't even handle a couple beers nowadays the older I get, and I'm like, <laughs> it's time for bed. <laughs> oh yeah see and i'm jealous of you like i i wish i could get like actually high you know like i wish i could smoke some weed and feel high i just kind of feel normal like when i smoke some weed i'm normal when i don't smoke weed i'm fucking pissed like i'm just irritated and so it's like man i like i have friends you know they'll like smoke a bowl with me and they're like oh i'm good i'm done and i'm like what do you mean like <laughs> what are you talking about <laughs> you're done like i just i don't it's been so long since that's happened to me that i'm like maybe if i just quit but then you know that's a whole other conversation that's like what all music's about is like this whole I probably should quit, but we'll see if that ever happens. Yeah. 
as the kids I work with say, they like to take tolerance breaks. Right, the tea breaks. <laughs> yeah. Tea breaks. That's what they're called. I done one. I done it once. So my best friend got married. Uh, I had done a three week one before his wedding, and then the night before his wedding, his sister was like, and his sister's boyfriend were like, "Y'all want to go get hot?" I was like, "Fuck yeah!" And then since then, you know, I have done no tea breaks. So, and that was six years ago. So it's been six years since my last tea break. That's fine. Yeah. So the tolerance is steady. It's there. And plus, if you're hitting dad breaks, then you're just getting a whole fuck ton of THC and bringing that tolerance higher. Come on, right. kids, you gotta they're, take those tea breaks. They're already like uh, the dabs don't even do much, and I'm like, wow, this is, this sucks. (laughs) (laughs) Well, now what? Yeah. Yeah. What do we do now? I tried some stuff. Snappy, who's my other main co-host, he comes on every Monday. If anyone listens to my podcast, he'll he's the one you'll probably listen to. He's like a little countryer version of me, and he brought over this shit last week. They got uh, diamonds now, right? It's like THC diamonds, and it looks like crystal meth, and it smokes like crystal meth, and it's just fucking marijuana crystal meth, and. it has no taste. I fucking hated it or whatever, but that's the new thing. So people were wondering. There's that's that the fucking dryer, Joey. Hey, that's the last one. I'm sorry, okay, guys. Okay, Jesus. <laughs> Goddamn background noise. <laughs> but yeah, I don't know, man. <clears throat> the kids and shit, everything's changing. It's always changing. People's got their vices. They do what they do. I got, you know, I work with people who use, don't use, whatever. Um, it's, it's a weird world out there. In a perfect world, what I would say to people, wouldn't use anything at all, but... Hey, if you can get by with, you know, certain things, take the safer route. Hey, we'll, we'll, we'll go with it. We'll take it, man. Right. I think it's, uh, you know, I grew up, my grandpa was the type uh, every night he would go out and get a 40 ounce and a tall boy. And I remember this so well. And then he would drink the tall boy while driving home and then would throw it out the window and then show up with the 40 ounce and like never tell my grandma he had the tall boy as well. And <laughs> So, like, I just watched him drink every night, and I don't have a problem with that. And I don't think anyone would have a problem if I come home and, like, smoked a joint or whatever. You know, it's, like, always how I viewed it. Like, I just really tr- treat it the exact same as alcohol. So, I guess maybe we shouldn't need alcohol either. Um, but at this point, you know, that's where we're at in society. I don't see how you can get through with that. Like, more power to you if you don't need anything. Um, but, man, that just seems like – I don't know how I would be alive if that was the case. Yeah. Know? Well, like, let's get back to some of that societal stuff. It's so funny that I talk about just the old school way of things. Like, I look at how acceptable it was for uh, anything from, like, even drinking and driving. My dad, when I was a kid, we were driving through the mountains of BC in this old beater van, and he literally had a cooler of beer beside him, like, in the middle, and would crush a beer or two as they're driving because it was just no big deal. If he got pulled over, the cop might say something to you, might not. And it's just really now we all know that, okay, that shit doesn't fly. It doesn't fly. Oh yeah. I mean, I'm 32 and uh, when I was probably about 12, so it was about 20 years ago, I have a grandpa that lives in Colorado and uh, I remember him just having a cooler in the bed of his truck full of beer and he would just pull over and get a beer out of it and then get back into his driver's seat. And then you'd be like, well, that's not good. And he's like, oh, the cooler's in the bed. It's fine. (laughs) <laughs> and like somehow that logic just worked and you'd be like, well, <laughs> yeah. And nowadays, like I would even say when I was in college, I was in a fraternity. I drink a, a lot um, for a minute. And even then I was like, someone give me a ride home. You know, like I was just a lot more educated on that or I didn't want to get a ticket. I had friends that got DUIs. I was like, fuck that. So uh, yeah. yeah, but that just wasn't a thing. It used to be like, yeah, make it home. You pussy. 
Good job. Yeah, buddy. no doubt, man. Good uh, luck. I think a big thing that changed for me was in my young and dumb years when I had invincibility early twenties, you know, I'd drive, a lot of blackouts would happen and there's many nights where I'd wake up and be like, Who holy fuck, who drove my car home? And they're like, You did, man. Yeah. And I'm like, Oh fuck. Oh man, yeah, I did a lot of fucking stupid drinking and driving shit too. It's fucking dumb. Yeah. yeah. And now that I look back at it, I'm like, holy, I'm like, you know, not into that. Like once I smartened up, yeah, man, I always made sure to have have money for cabs or, yeah. you know, friends that could come get me or even just call my folks because i was like hey i'm i'm okay like i'm i'm okay to bug them because they'd rather me get home safe even though i'm gonna piss them off i'm like dad i gotta fuck a ride it's 3 a.m in the morning he'll be yeah. grumpy as all shit but in the morning afterwards when he wakes me up from a hangover he's like hey thanks for calling right yeah i'm glad you're alive you son of a bitch yeah, yeah. Cut the grass, you lazy cunt. Uh, the yeah, dumbest yeah. thing I remember doing is similar to drinking and driving, which some would argue is way worse, was the first time I ever did Xanax. Uh, okay. I drove from my college town I was in. I just got to college. I knew nobody. No one from my you know hometown went to the place I went. And I had a friend from high school who went to the JUCO school that was an hour away. So I drove uh, south an hour from where I'm at. I hung out with him. He was like, hey, me and some friends I made are driving to Dallas and getting all these Xanax bars. So I was like, sure. And I, <laughs> I took one. I don't, I don't remember leaving Dallas, much less us getting back to like his college and then me getting in my car, taking the Xanax I bought and then driving home. Like I woke up in my dorm the next morning like, what? How did I get home from Dallas? And it was like a four hours away, like where I'm at from Dallas. So that was probably the scariest moment. But after that, I was like, I'm not, I just blacked out on Xanax. You know, you got to be careful with that shit. You got to be careful, dude. That's oh, right. and everything like that. And when talking about DUIs, it's funny. Like I had one years ago, years, not super long ago, but I could like 10 years. And uh, it, it was weird because I just, I had a couple beers left. Actually, it was the exchange in Regina there, Joey, after like a Christmas like concert there or something with people. Yeah. I had like three beer. Um, so I was like, yeah, I'm good to go. Cops pulled me over and then I blew like 0.04, which was like mm -hmm. the roadside suspension one. I didn't even know that fucking existed. I thought it was yeah. 0.08. And so I was like, he, he gets out. He's like, say, you've got 0 0.04. Do you know what this means? I was like, uh, nothing. And he's like, it's oh, it's good. It's not a fucking zero eight. <laughs> exactly. Yeah. He's like, yeah, it's a roadside. It's like, you know, your license is suspended for three days and you got to keep your car on here. And then I had to go to a fucking weekend course to learn about stuff. Yeah. But from, from, yeah, yeah. from that time, I was like, okay, I just considered it zero tolerance because I didn't know the rules, you know, and they changed so much. And even like when I work with people that are in the industry, they find it tough to stay up to date with the rules and the rule changes because, you know, they're always doing it so, so much. But realistically, I was lucky, right? A point zero eight, if you get that, it fucks you over, you're man. You're, you're instantly like tons of money out of like thousands of dollars uh, in debt because of what's going on. Maybe you'll be lucky and get a blow box in your vehicle. You might never get, yeah, you might never get your license back. It's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Yeah. So like, I'm blessed that things have happened and I've learned without having to pay some serious consequences, which is, you know, education that I can pass along to, you know, people I work with and that and realize, okay, every decision you make has a consequence. Luckily, some of these consequences are mild and you might just get financially punished or mm -hmm. punished from parents or friends. So take it what it's worth. Yeah, I think so. That's the way I got... I had a point, I blew, one time I blew like a point zero three, and the cop was like so pissed. <laughs> He's like, 
you better just Fuck get you. the hell out of here. It's like, well, I mean, it's not a point zero four. Yeah, exactly. He's like, oh, if you if I fucking catch you again tonight when you're taking your buddy home, you'll blow over. So just get home. I was like, well, I'm not gonna see you again, man. Like, <laughs> I'm out of here. I know where you're at now. I'm not coming back this way. <laughs> yeah. And at first, when it when it went down with me, like I did that classic, like uh, make every defense mechanism available, like fucking blame others, you know, minimize how much it drags. Like, yeah, man, if you pulled over the guy in front of me or behind me, that would have been wasted as fuck. Or like, hey, once I was smartened up and I, you know, got not mad at myself, I realized, hey, whatever, pulled me over. I learned a lesson. That's good on, good on them because, yeah, like I said, I consider it basically zero tolerance. I don't fuck around with anything. Uh, it's, you know, get home safe, be responsible as well as much as I can, you know, and, and have, you know, go out and enjoy time with people and spread that knowledge, right? I'm always cautious of friends that are out and about too that are, you know, at a party. Like, we, we, we have their back, man. We don't want them to get into trouble or have, have issues like that come up for them. Yeah, that's what you got to do. And remember, remember when we drank with one buddy who just like, well, he's not going to listen, but fucking Jared here just got fucking hammered drunk. And we'd like hide his keys in our house and he'd like throw couches all over the place trying to find him. He'd just go like super fucking aggressive about it. <laughs> yeah, man. It, it's, it's like, bro, we're trying to save your fucking life. Like you're going to fucking kill yourself. Yeah. And it's just like some people can kind of handle the, the shit that goes on. You, I think everybody has those, those friends or drinking buddies that you're like, oh man, shit's going to go off the rails if Daryl's over or whoever, right? Yeah. Yeah, Mo, you got any buddies that you're like, oh shit, this could go sideways really fast if somebody's here. Uh, I mean, I was in like, so I was in a fraternity. You know, it's a small school. Like, we didn't actually have like a fraternity house. Um, so it was like more like a glorified organization, but you got together and got fucked up and they're like your best friends or whatever. So a lot of people talk shit on those organizations, but I had a, I'm really glad I joined the one I did. You know, I've been to bigger universities that have like the traditional animal house type style. And I was like, oh, I couldn't do this shit at all. Like anyone that wants me to act like I'm sucking a dick for no reason. I just think that's weird. Um, and like, it's like, we were kind of like, Hey, we like to get fucked up, play beer pong, do stuff, you know? And so I had plenty of friends that, um, shit got crazy. Like, I don't know. I've, I've been involved in many like house brawls, like where one guy shows up and he's not in the fraternity and he walks up to some guy's girlfriend and says he wants to eat her pussy. And then all of a sudden, like 12 guys jump him. And you're like, I always feel bad for the guy getting jumped, even though I shouldn't. Cause I'm like on the team of the people doing the jumping in these scenarios so i was always very aware of someone some shit was going to always go down if i was around a large group of my friends and there are mm. always some that are always going to start it like i had uh, one friend who he's like the skinniest guy but if we were at the bar he was going to start the fight you know even though he weighed like 90 pounds because he knew there was like all these other dudes that would back him up you know like that's kind of what don't you hate those guys man it's like <laughs> No, I have to fucking, you know, I don't want to fucking fight tonight. Shut your mouth. <laughs> right. And so I definitely lived through that. Now I kind of like the day I turned 21, I quit drinking. I mean, not completely. I drink, of course, podcasts every once in a while, but I just, uh, some, I lot there's something that wasn't cool about it anymore. You know, I was like, oh, okay. I don't enjoy any of this taste. Um, I don't personally enjoy being drunk out of the, you know, the top of the ways you can be intoxicated. So I, I haven't done it too often, but I definitely have friends that are, that are like that. And like my best friend's native and maybe that's racist to say, but um, I don't know. He's definitely, it affects him very quickly, very heavy, but he becomes like a happy drunk, you know, and I enjoy mm -hmm. it. Give him a lot of shit for it. 
<laughs> well, at least he, he becomes a happy drunk. And right, right. He does not does not get angry. He smiles from ear to ear, and it's all good times. And so I, I enjoy drinking with him. But, uh, yeah, there I definitely have friends that are uh, – I, I think my favorite, I have a friend named Marshall who uh, he just goes dead-eyed. Like, at some point in time of drinking, his soul is no longer in his body. <laughs> and, like, you can see him, and it's just not him anymore. Like, and anything he does, he doesn't remember. And I don't know. We just we always know that look. Oh, dead eye Marshall. You know, it's a whole different guy. Marshall. Oh, nothing like a blackout night to you know wake yeah. up to the next day and hear what you did. You're like, oh, holy fuck, that's embarrassing. I remember right. one story. Uh, I was at a birthday party. Uh, a girl was like, you don't know, like seventeen, eighteen years old, whatever. Went over to her house, and what happened was they're handing out shots of, of vodka, and I had a plastic cup. And the plastic cup I had had uh, a crack in it. So the vodka was like leaking. So instead of like um, just slowly sipping it, I chugged it. And then uh, we poured more in and then it kept leaking. And then we kept doing shots. It was just something stupid like that. And then everybody was like, oh, man, you're going to be fucked up. And I didn't really know my drinking experience wasn't, you know, the, the most. I wasn't a veteran. We'll, we'll say it like that. And then uh, a good, you know, hour later. Uh, that's about all I remember. <laughs> An hour of that party. I do remember half-assed waking up, running to the toilet, and puking in the the fucking toilet there. And what was going on? The host of the party, she was all pissed off because for some reason all her friends had Slurpees that night, and they threw their big gulp cups in the toilet, and so they plugged the uh -huh. toilet, and I was already <laughs> barfing in there, full so of like big gulp cups. Well, it's like I guess I just helped aid in it and then i woke up the next morning and i was like holy shit what a night and my buddy was there and he was like dude uh-huh yeah we're not really welcome there again for a while I was like whatever you know regrets and shame and it happened it's in the past uh, you know learning experience again i'm safe but um it's no you know university experience with the frats i'm, I'm really curious as to what mo has taken in school like what what did you do in university like are you an educated man mo uh, yeah, I have a bachelor's degree in mathematics. Oh, shit. So, yeah, people, some people have that reaction of like, oh, you must be smart. Um, I'm, I'm decently smart, I guess. You know, I'm pretty good at like logic and comment, you know, figuring some shit out. But like, I'm not successful. Like, I didn't go and get a degree and then be like, let's use this in a good way. You know, like, <laughs> I just did it because I was good at math. Um, originally, I had an uncle who worked for this company called Study Island that makes a... Uh, math books basically and when i was in college he was like hey if you get a degree i'll get you a job here and then like the semester before i graduated he's like hey they shipped all the jobs to india so mm. like this it's not gonna exist here anymore so <laughs> oh, fuck <laughs> that was kind of like my fallback plan and that didn't work um and then i worked at this uh you know just a local business around here that has this member service sort of job that sucked and i currently work at a school fixing computers and uh you know that's like super fucking easy so i enjoy that quite a bit um and it lets me, um, you know, learn stuff. And I, like, I'm sure y'all uh, making music and making podcasts, whatever. Uh, it's just fun to mess with all the gadgets, you know, and, and equipment and stuff. So I've learned so much of the job I currently have. It's helped me with my podcasting and things. So, you know, you got to take the, the small wins, if you will. And during our whole, you know, coronavirus lockdown here in Oklahoma, which doesn't really exist, uh, you know, they've kind of, it's very lenient at the moment. There's not that many cases here. Mm -hmm. but um I, i've just got to like stay home and be on a call you know and so like i'm pretty lucky to have a job that allowed me to do that i have other friends or other lost their job or 
they've had to go in every single day like everything's normal, you know. So um, lucky for that. But, yeah, college was all math classes, uh, and that's how I made it through. I almost got a – I got an art minor. I guess that's important. Done a lot of ceramics. <laughs> Neat, man. They're like, that's you have to cool. choose a concentration. And I was like, I want to make some bowls. I make some bowls. <laughs> so make some so pipes to... and blow some fucking glass. Yeah. Right. And no, that was the first, first rule of the classic. I was like, if you make any vases with a hole in the side, I will fail you. And I was like, Aww. I just cracked up. And I was the only one that realized he was talking about a bong. And so he like <laughs> kept an eye on me yeah. all year. <laughs> like, let's watch this. <laughs> What's this asshole here? <laughs> right. Just wait till I craft this giant ceramic dong for you. Fucking right. right. <laughs> so yeah, I like no music experience. I don't. I don't know about. Uh, are Are y'all making music these days? I haven't heard anything from y'all. No, I I am, but sometimes. Sometimes. Honestly, this fucking I, we're podcasting now like six nights a week. Yeah, I've noticed. So I don't, You're doing a lot. I don't have. Yeah, I don't have. I don't have as much time these days. But that's all right. I, I'm digging doing this shit, man. I'm not like right. a super great musician as it is. So it's like to take a break and do something else. I mean, it's it's definitely not to hijack the conversation, but it's definitely hard to, uh, to be doing so many things. Like something. Not saying I'm going to quit anything anytime soon, mm-hmm. uh, but I do put out two to three podcasts a week, and then. Mm-hmm. Um, this month I'm putting out a beat every month, but in general, I put out like a beat or two a week and, uh, you know, it's like make speeds. I like to put out the rap music. And there are times where I'm like, if I could just focus on one thing, maybe yeah. that would be better, you know, for that end product. Uh, but I would find that very difficult because I get so down and so insecure about things that I need like the other stuff to be like, well, maybe my podcast does suck, but this rap song's real fucking good or vice, yeah, versa. Or vice versa. Yeah, for sure. Yeah. I, I go through that too. Uh, like right now, like I haven't, I haven't fucking hooked up like my MIDI or opened fucking Ableton or Fruity Loops or nothing like that for fuck. It's been months, honestly. Um, I was making music with like a international project, so this dude in Finland would write songs send them to me. I write a verse. We pass them all around all the different guys that are doing it. But he just started doing his own radio show and he's kind of, and he's back to work type thing. So he's like, uh, some of these things are starting to slow down. I thought I'd have more time to do this, but I'm just going to slow down on music for a little bit. But for a while we were like pumping out a song a week. So right. it was getting pretty, so like, we still have a bunch of written that we're going to release. So like we have a bit of a cushion type thing. We don't really have like a goal or whatever. It's just like a recording project. So it's not like we're like, oh fuck, if we don't do this and that by now, we'll be fucked or anything, you know, it's whatever. It's just fun to do. I love music. It's good. But I love podcasting too. And I actually, I got into it because of like guys like you and I was listening to CJ and uh, Minx and shit. So, you know, it's cool to, it's cool to talk to you about your experiences with it. What, what kind of wanted you to start podcasting? Dude? Um, yeah, I, I started because guy mentioned earlier, my best friend, his name is Pow Wow. And what's on his real name? That's, that's what he fucking introduced himself. And he has, so that's <laughs> what he and, um, and so we lived together through college. We met each other at this like nerd camp in high school. Um, I went to college together. We're in the same fraternity. You know, he's more like, I think I'm an only child, but he's like the closest thing I have to a mm-hmm. brother, you know, cause I had friends in college that you'd see their roommates and they would fight and shit all the time. Right. Like over like who bought the milk. Yeah. Right. Like, and me and like power, like if I bought it or he bought it, like if I own it, it's also his, you know, that's just how we always were. Uh, we were very close like that. So 
uh, he got married, had some kids, you know, I got married and I basically was like, Hey, I need to figure out a way to make us hang out at least once a week. So I convinced him to start, uh, the podcast was originally called the powwow with Mo podcast. And then we done about 39 episodes of those, like 39 weeks of that. And then he moved to Tulsa, which is about three hours away. And, um, at the time I didn't have the audio interface capable of having the call in guests, mm-hmm. which I do now. And, uh, so he still calls in from time to time, but it really made it a lot easier to change it to a podcast with Mo, which is just, you know, me, because then I don't get mad at anybody. Like, you know, like I said, I love Powell and all, but I used to get pissed if he like, had a cancel because mm-hmm. he, if he canceled, it was because to him, it was just like this little side hobby thing. And I was kind of taking it serious. Mm-hmm. And I was like, bro, you can't fucking cancel a week. That's like suicide and podcasting. You know, I'd be <laughs> all like fucking pissed. Um, and so whenever I've done it on my own, I, I got snappy to start coming in um, and doing a weekly show on Mondays. And then, you know, I like snappy a lot. I think it's fun to do like a, we don't have any of the same thoughts. You know, he's mm-hmm. definitely, his opinions are way different than mine. And the things he wants to talk about are typically different. So I think that balances well. Um, but so we have him on Mondays. And then if you aren't into that, some people aren't. Um, and then some people also just like him and don't listen to other episodes. Uh, on Wednesdays, I have a call-in guest or just another friend come over and do it. So I have like these Wednesday episodes where I interview some artists. And then on Fridays, we rather have a music episode. Um, which we talked about a little bit earlier where I play about 17 to 18 underground songs. Mm-hmm. And then we're just like, Oh, that's fucking cool. We'll play the next one. We also started a best of music episode where I go back, listen to old podcast episodes of the music ones and just shout out the best ones. And then we have this producer challenge, which is a new thing. And you mentioned Minx earlier and I've actually partnered right. with her on the one coming out. Uh, she offered a $50 cash prize to the winner this time. So okay. I made a melody pack of 10 melody loops and uh, if you enter the contest, then you will get access to that pack for royalty-free forever. Yeah. I've never done that shit before, but I just, you know, put out 10 <laughs> loops. So, uh, yeah, so you can winner gets $50. Every participant gets a royalty loop, and we're trying to really get this next one to get some contestants. But those are awesome. Like, I just love producers. Now that I've, I've spent almost two years now making beats, it'll be mm-hmm. two years at the end of this uh, next month. And I, I just fucking love it, and I think I'm always so impressed with people and what they can do because even if I think I'm good, someone else can be good in a completely different way. Right. Um, like it's just not competitive. Like I think rapping kind of is, you know, like a lot of people on music or just singing your songs, like people will only listen to your song. If you listen to their song, like right. that's really how the producer community is, you know? So yeah. I enjoy that uh, a little more, I think than all the other communities, but it's mm-hmm. super oversaturated as well. Like podcasts. Yeah, yeah, that's that's exactly it, man. For sure, Every, everybody's everybody's making music, or everybody's got a podcast. That's how it is nowadays. Right. Yeah, and with with Corona, it didn't really help, right? You, everybody's got so much fucking time on their hands that they think, okay, well, I'll do this, and then you know, there's going to be a, a burst once things maybe get more normalized, and those who that were really into it uh, before will still be around, and then there's going to be a lot of extra space for us to fill up. Right. Well, and honestly, my numbers went down quite a bit during this. Now, um, really. I will say for me, I haven't listened to podcasts during the coronavirus thing, not nearly like I used to. So it makes sense for me. Um, I'm not going to work. I'm not out in my car. Like, you know, I used to list on commutes and stuff. Yeah, yeah, 100%. Totally. And so like, if I'm just sitting in the house, like I'll still listen like two bears, one K, you know, some like my, all like my real favorites. I'll like figure out a way to sneak those in sometime. But as far as like, I used to listen about like 30, 40 hours of podcast a week. That just doesn't happen um if i'm not working you know and so i think 
And I've also noticed on my numbers, people are just behind, you know, like they're like weeks and weeks behind on the podcast for, uh, you know, where the numbers are looking. So I, I try not to get discouraged by it personally, because I've, I've seen weeks where I do really well and weeks I do really bad. Uh, and I, I honestly, if someone just hits me up and they're like, Hey, I really liked your point about whatever. I'm like, Oh, that's the coolest fucking shit in the world. Like, um, yeah. <laughs> like I made a point the other day. I'm like, I think we should have two separate cop forces. One is for traffic laws and one for catching evil as they would say, you know, there you go. I was like, cause if that's, they're like, we need men to, for, for evil. I'm like, well, those shouldn't be the same ones that are pulling people over for traffic stops. I don't know. Um, so if someone hits the camera, like, Hey, I think that's a really good point. It just kind of validates like, oh, I'm glad I have this podcast. Not that it matters. Um, but it's cool. Right. If like anyone is like, Hey, good job. Yeah. Same, same well, with uh, the song. Exactly. Yeah. Yeah. I remember when I, when I first started doing the music episodes, you sent me your album, internet friends. And, uh, I think that was, that was one of the first albums I did a, just a fucking piss poor review on compared to what we're doing now. Yeah, I that I'll be honest. That was the last time I listened to y'all's podcast because I listened yeah. to it, and my thought at the time was like, "Oh, they're gonna need to get some new microphones to get their." Yeah, well, I, I didn't even I have a microphone. Too. I had a, I had a, I was just doing it in my phone, and that was even before before Troy came on board here. Yeah, it was just me trying to do music and shit. But now I've got, I've got all the fucking shit. Yeah, now. it seems like y'all got it together for sure. We got it now. Yeah. I had a I had a microphone. Uh, my best friend gave me a, like a condenser that I haven't been able to use because I haven't had a an interface that had phantom power. And this fucking thing takes phantom power. Right. So, but now that I have that all locked yeah. it and ready to go. When me all. and Powwow started our original podcast run, I actually just had two USB microphones. Mm-hmm. Um, now, some people out there think USB microphones are perfectly fine, but as a audio snob, now I need an audio interface with my XLR yep. mic and all that stuff. Yeah. Um, so anyway, we had these two separate ones and I didn't know anything about this, but uh, USB microphones r- record at different speeds depending on the brands. So even though we were sitting right across from each other with our own microphone plugged into the same computer, it would record them at different. So like after a few seconds, the mics would be off. So I would like sit there and spend five to six hours per episode just lining up our audio. Oh, yeah, that was it. So like once I went through that, and like I really cared and the episode sucked you know like the audio quality was horrible and stuff but I tried really hard and so like when I remember that time compared to now where it's just like I have all my settings saved I hit go you know it's off fairly easy I throw my little tube compressor on some tracks and it's you know sounds pretty decent um it's just fun to be like oh man I've actually come a long way you know in podcasting um and a lot of people they just quit and keep making new podcasts and I've thought about that as well because I've had mine for so long. Um, you know, I'm at like episode 173 or something like that. Mm-hmm. Um, so I'm like, oh, should I rebrand? Cause that's always a thing. Cause rappers or artists do that as well. They're like, we'll make a new band name and then we'll blow yeah. up. Cause the band will show up. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and so of course, you know, like you have those ideas of like, do I need to, do I need to change something here? But I do think if I ever did that, I would have to do something so professional and good that it makes me not want to. I'm like, I'm going to keep my casual shit going. Yeah, that's, that's, that's kind of the approach we take to is just, you know, wh- whatever happens, happens. Like we're even on Twitter day, we're all talking, what's, what's the plan? It's like, I don't fucking know, man. <laughs> know. Yeah. Well today, like, I think it's uh, yesterday. I think I followed Mo and he followed me back. Like there's so many people that I haven't connected with like you do because you're through music and that. And this is what I do. This, I just podcast with Joe. I work my nine to five and get on here, do stuff with Joe, get connected with people. And sometimes it's just, 
you know, you get connected and like, you know, go from there. Like, like with Tony Grands, brother, man, I love him. Uh, first time I got yeah. to chat with him or know about him was the night I met him on the podcast. And now we're like homies just gonna, yeah. we're, we're chatting, shooting the shit. It's, it's super fun. I, I really like that sometimes, you know, aside from like a lot of the interview episodes we do with bands, musicians, that's kind of our niche area. And it's been really getting us views and listens. Some of the funner ones are more like this, like this where, yeah. where we get to shoot the shit, learn about people and just talk as friends instead of, like uh, an interview with an agenda. Right. Um, and I think the friends parts definitely works with the way my podcast works as well. Like I get a lot of people that ask to be on my podcast that I don't fucking know, you know, and yeah. I'll, and I'm like, I know I'm kind of a dick about it, but I feel like it's, I just have to be authentic because I think that is the one thing I kind of have going for me musically and also my podcast is I'm pretty real. Um, and I, I just, I'm not going to pretend to be friends with someone, you know, like uh, yeah. someone will just say me and be like, Hey, could you interview my artist? I hate, first off, I hate managers of artists. And I know oh, like, dude, they're <laughs> the worst, bro. Worst. I've taken some shit from friends who have managers or like you, you give them too much shit, but I, I don't know. It just, it seems so fucking fake, you know, like just talk yeah. to me like a real fucking person. And so if someone hits me up and, and they're like too professional, I'm probably like, no, nah, it's fine. I don't want you on my podcast. Um, I would just much <laughs> rather have like, I would rather have someone with a way smaller following mm-hmm. that can just talk normally to me, you know, yeah. like, uh, like one of my good uh, internet, internet friends is I can know my whole series of uh, collab albums. Mm-hmm. Uh, dude, Arawati calls in and he like, we've never met each other. He lives in Austin, Texas. I think he's Mexican. I'm not positive. And um, he just like, we just start talking like we fucking went to high school together. Yeah. You know what I mean? And you're like, well, that's fucking awesome. And then like you're saying uh, with Tony Grands, like, there's just certain people you click with really quickly. And then on the flip side, there's some people I very quickly, I'm like, I don't want to work with this person. I have no desire. (laughs) Like, uh, like CJ Jones, me and him very quickly. were like, Oh, we're like, we live like three hours away from each other. Like we, when we both make music and we respect what the other one does, we had podcasts, you know, we clicked very quickly. He'll ask me questions about shit. That's nothing to do with music or podcasts. Um, you know, say like Brad Surex. I just have a handful of these internet friends and I always think it's pretty cool. Uh, you can develop that over Twitter, yeah. you know, like we're all of a sudden like, Hey, I actually like this person. Don't really fucking know him, but know him well yeah. enough. Yeah. Yeah. That's, that's, that says a lot to me about the, social media nowadays like it's always been a popular thing but you know now it's now it's even more so for sure i've met i've had a lot of interactions on twitter with people i now consider for sure for sure decent friends absolutely it's, it's pretty crazy man right like uh, i have a friend petrovita if y'all don't know petrovita y'all need to get him on this podcast he's great i'll get Pet- he did that uh, didn't he do that beat um what did he do that ice Give me yes. some. I, yeah, that's a great fucking song. I'll get yes. Petrovita. Petrovita has a great voice, so he's good on podcasts. He's very smart and well spoken. So, could you I'll hook just, that up for us, man? Sometime. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Okay. I'll, cool, hit, sweet. I'll let him know. And um, I don't remember where I was going with Petrovita, but he, oh, so he's like he lives in Sweden, and I'm not saying I would drive to Sweden just to visit Petrovita, but if I was in Sweden, I feel like I could hit up Petrovita and be like, "Hey, do you want to get a drink?" And he'd be like, "Fuck yeah," because and like that's cool. I think as me as someone who's never left. Uh, you know, the country of the United mm-hmm. States myself. Um, I'm like, oh, that's cool. I have all these friends um, across the globe, like a strong Maurice in Australia. He remixes a few songs. And I'm like, dude, he's like the most talented EDM person I've ever quote unquote met. Mm-hmm. And he's just like, oh, he like acts like the way I act about my rap music. He's like, oh, it's okay. It's whatever. And I'm like, bro, you're like so fucking good. And so <laughs> um, 
I enjoy I enjoy just meeting all the talent online um, as well. Like it's cool how you come across people. You find your little group of friends. We mentioned Minks earlier. Uh, there just seems to be like a, a natural gravity to certain types of people where all of a sudden you look around and you're mutual friends with all the same people. And you're like, oh, hey, I think we all all just found our little click or whatever. Yeah, exactly. Yeah, and it's so funny just talking about how, you know, you got friends around the globe. Like sometimes we meet people that we, we learn about uh, and how they're doing things recording wise. And one of the bands we just talked to was Valiant Hearts, guy from Australia. He has people in his band from Russia. They've never fucking met. They've released a bunch of albums. They've never met the project. The product is amazing. And it's just mind boggling that they've never met in person, you know, never, never done a show, but what you can accomplish online and, and just with people that have the same vision as you is pretty fucking phenomenal. Yeah, it's it's awesome. Like, uh, like currently I'm working on a collab album called Internet Friends Two, and um, I really enjoy doing it because I get to use my beats, you know, and I spend a lot of time making them. So I'm like, let's use them, uh, and yeah, I have people from like all across the globe on this thing, you know. And it's like, just give them a little feedback, like, do you need this turned up, or you know, ask them certain little mixing questions. But in, in over weeks and weeks time of going back and forth with people, eventually I'll have this whole collab album done, you know, and it'll feel like uh some sense of accomplishment, you know, more so than just doing it by yourself, I think. Absolutely. I agree with you. And so, so. Mo, over like these 170 plus episodes, like who are your worst guests? Who are your best guests? I want to know. You got any? You don't have uh, to yeah. name names, but you can be like, yeah, that, holy. Yeah, fuck guy. that guy or this guy. was <laughs> awesome. It's all good. Uh, yeah, I would say some of my best guests would be Southern Comforts. Um, I don't know if y'all have come across them on Twitter. Uh, oh, they're in the, the group uh, Graveyard Entertainments. Okay, yeah, yeah, I've heard of Graveyard Entertainments. Yeah. yeah, so Graveyard has like four or five people in it, including the uh, the rapper Sir Nasty. Mm-hmm. And a few of their guys went back and listened to every episode of my podcast. <laughs> like, that is so fucking huge. And I think y'all would get that as podcasters. Like, for someone to go back to podcasts that came out two to three years ago mm-hmm. and just listen to all of them. And yep. they know me better than fucking most people I know in real life if you listen to all my podcasts. So um, Southern Comfort called in after listening to all of them. And he would just, I mean, he knew what the fuck was up. You know what I mean? Like he knew the cadence. He knew the way I was going to ask questions. Uh, he was so familiar with the podcast. He had, you know, I asked him about the podcast. He had things he could bring up of, oh, I like this, this, and this. So I was like, wow, this is fucking awesome. Like I talked yeah. like a super fan about my podcast. That's um, awesome. So now he's going to come on every couple months. That's how good he was. Um, as far as bad ones, uh, I have a friend who like in real life comes over and he's so fucking bad on the podcast. Um, I haven't had him on in a while. Um, and it's, it's just frustrating because I know how good he could be. Right. Like right. when the microphone's not on and we're just talking, he's like libertarian. Uh, he wants to have really intellectual conversations. He's like, Hey, would you see this on the news? What do you think about that? Like he, can talk sports his brother was in a band so he like knows a little bit about music and then you turn you hit record and he talks about like this loud the whole time and he's like i don't know and then he like starts leaning back away from the microphone like five feet like he just gets too relaxed i'm like what what is going on and it frustrates (laughs) me so much Um, and then as far as like uh i've had some bad artists um you know that's probably the people that i've had call in where we weren't really internet friends you know we mm-hmm. hadn't really talked before but i was like you know what i'm pretty good at this podcast thing i can pull it off and i think i do pull it off 
mm-hmm. on the, uh, the couple I have in mind, but the whole time it's like pulling teeth. It's like, I was going to say, do you prefer, do you prefer like a, like, say you have a guest where they kind of just fucking spell it off for like an hour and a half and you can't get a word in or yes, do you like 100% you like that better than yeah yeah so like I'm thinking of artists you know you're like hey why did you you know sign to that label or whatever and they're like two hours later right no but I'm, like the ones I think of, they'll be like oh I just thought it was a good idea and that's like the end of the question. Can I'm you like, expand on that, please, a little right. bit? Yeah. <laughs> and it's like, I like to have a conversation. You know, I don't want to force it. You know, I want it to sound like we're just talking on the phone together. Um, and then, right. And then you have the other people like Minx. When Minx calls in, she's great because I can ask her one question and it'll, it could go on for 10 minutes where I don't have to talk. And I think as someone making the podcast and I'm on it all the time, I don't want to talk all the time. You know, like that's why I have guests on so they can say shit you know give me their perspective and their viewpoint yeah 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 totally man there's like that happy medium i find we've had we've had some guests there that could talk and talk and talk and sometimes it's good other times you feel like uh it just goes nowhere and and it's so scattered whereas you want to try and redirect and kind of guide the conversation and yeah by all means uh i like those who give good in-depth answers but i also like when you have some questions or maybe an agenda of your own that you can lay out and it flows like that and it follows it and it's like ooh, that one went smooth i liked that right like i think the last three weeks well at least i know the last two and i played on the third uh, on my wednesday episodes for instance i've had like uh, a black person on right because everything happening in the world mm-hmm. and so i feel like that's I mean, I guess important is the right word, but like, I just have black friends and if they want to come on and give their uh, perspective, I'm all for it, you know, because I have all kinds of, I think, smart things to say, but at the end of the day, what the fuck do I know, right? Like no one no one cares. So I try to use my podcast some way like that. Um, like I had Southern Comfort on and I had another friend of mine come on and then next week, so I have a plan. We'll see, you know, if it comes through or not. But then after that, I kind of feel like, can I talk about this four weeks in a row? Like there are people going to be all pissed and be like, dude, God damn, quit talking about cops killing people. But to me, I'm like, I don't think they should. I don't think. Yeah. Honestly, <laughs> I don't think. Yeah. I don't think. Anybody yeah, should. My, my hottest topic lately. So if anyone wants to check out my podcast and people have disagreed with me, cause we have a discord like y'all do of, I, I find it hard to find any reason a cop should kill a citizen. Like, I think the cop should goal should always be to take them in so they can go to trial. And I get a little pushback of like, well, what if they were broken your house? I'm like, okay, but I still think they should try to catch them a lot. Like, I don't see how this is crazy. Or like the guy in Atlanta, they're like, but he was running. And I'm like, to me, running from the cops doesn't mean you sign a a death sentence. I just don't, I just don't believe that. So, um, I'm not a very good person to talk to about this because if anyone wants nuance and they're like, but what about, I'm like, I just can't even argue it. I just don't think cops should kill people. Uh, It's a a cool argument to have because there's um, uh, a lot of stuff you see out there. Yeah. Just people getting blown away, getting straight up killed. Whereas I I always was under the impression that cops are very highly trained and they, they can take people down. They can subdue people. They have tasers. They have like rubber bullets that don't have to get shot in the face. They're supposed to have. Yeah. Whereas right. instead, it's like, bang, 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 bang. Oh, fuck, fuck, I killed him. He was coming right at me. Well, for Christ's uh, sake, up here in Canada, sorry to cut you off there, mothers. You no, know, yeah. there was two cases just like recently right after, right after George Floyd, it seemed like maybe like a week after, maybe like, like three days after or something like that. But uh, the cops up here went to do a, a wellness check on a 25-year-old indigenous woman and they fucking shot her six times. They said, 
they said that she came at them with a knife. It's like, okay, so you couldn't stop a 25 year old lady with a, with a knife when you're like, and it's not like, it's not like shitty city cops. Like it was like the RCMP, like the Mounties are supposed to be like the fucking be all end all or whatever for cops in Canada type thing. Right. So it's like, you can't, you're telling me that you can't disarm this woman or like, yeah, like Troy said, like tase her or something or pepper spray or whatever. You just, you know, he grabbed the gun and fucking pop her six times. Like, come on, man, shoot her once in the leg if you have to, or something like that. But no, well, here's a story for you guys. Like I used to work in uh, the mental health profession, like dealing with people with schizophrenia, bipolar disorder. They were, they'd come from like the, their, their group homes and that daily. And sometimes they wouldn't be, so right so to speak their meds might not be working and there was this time where we had this person who came to the center um he had a knife on him right and he was very agitated and stuff like that and like guess what we didn't call the cops we weren't concerned like there was definitely safety stuff we were worried about but you know we talked the situation down like like that was just me with with the yeah with the training i had i was definitely aware of the situation i wasn't you know gonna put myself in like the most dangerous predicament but not everything like that needs to be just, let's just shoot them, right? This is dangerous, let's shoot them. And that's what it seems like it is. Like right. people aren't using that training and it's disheartening because a lot of good people who might be going through a lot of bad shit end up just leaving us. Yeah, I mean, they basically, I, I feel like treat citizens like animals. Um, mm-hmm. Like, oh, they're a nuisance. They're going to bite someone. We better tackle them. Like, yeah. uh, you know, the Atlanta thing the other day, someone's like, what if that guy got in a car and drove off? And I'm like, well, that would have been bad. But you for sure killed him in that scenario. Like, you're like, what if he, like, I don't know. I just, it's, I just, and again, the thing I can't get over is the fact that people can't agree that it's bad to kill people that's that's the be all end all of it isn't it that's the bottom line it's like it doesn't matter yeah (laughs) so i can't have conversations and so that one's been pretty divisive lately i try not to get too worked up but i feel like uh feel like it's a good one to get worked up about you know but earlier you know you're some of the things you were saying i will say because i live in a very conservative place the what i've heard the kickback on that is you just expect all cops to be movie star heroes and I'm like, I don't know. No, I don't. But I do think they could be trained a little bit. And they act like every citizen is a, a movie villain, you know, with like some master fucking planner and shit. And it's like, I don't know. I just think uh, it's like everything else. And I know you are in Canada, but I'm sure you see it in America. Everything in America is super fucking divided. You know, you're like Republican, Democrat, uh, you know, your team versus their team. And it's like, yeah. it's so far gone that like you know and what i'm about to say is probably going to be like uh borderline not cool but i'm going to anyway like so where people are defending cops killing people on the right and on the left they're like it's okay to burn down buildings like and the reason that happens is because they have to have a response within a minute like you can't have time to think like on the looting scenario Mm -hmm. you know i think that one's pretty good to point out of like you know a lot of people came out i did it on my podcast and i other podcasts people got called racist for this so i'm I'm sorry if i was where i was like i don't think looting necessarily is the best move optically you know like Mm -hmm. i don't think that's good and um but everyone on that side they did they just owned it very quickly right where they're like hey you know what they nothing compared to someone dying which i agree with um but then we all realized within a couple days the people looting weren't the people protesting that's right there's something using that yeah the protesters protesters could have just chilled out for a second instead of taking on they're like hey who cares if they are and said like well that's not us but they didn't because you had to choose a side you know and Mm -hmm. and so like sometimes i feel like people get so political and so caught up on their side there is no room for nuance um and they're like you I don't know. It's just, it's all sucks. It all sucks. You know, and it's 
like me, I've been arrested a couple times. I've never talked shit to a cop, you know, or like try to run away or anything like that. So I kind of get, and even though I think it's kind of founded in racism, I get the whole, we'll just don't act like that in front of the cops. But we've all seen the videos where like, especially Breonna Taylor, no video, but we all know the cops just got in her house and fucking killed her in her yeah. bed. Like you can't make up any excuse there, but no one wants to bring up that excuse, that that one, you know, they want to bring up one where like, well, that guy had a gun on him. I'm like, well, I'm not fucking talking about that. So yeah. it's all, it all sucks um, because you can't even discuss it. Like you can't even talk about it um, in any sort of rational way. You can rather talk to your echo chamber that already agrees with you. Like I'm sure all three of us are, or yeah. you can talk to the side that all thinks, well, why don't you just go live in a place where everyone gets murdered and raped then, you know, or so like, it gets yeah, so, exactly. so extremes. So quickly. Exactly. Like, yeah. yeah well if you don't like cops then maybe you should just you know, i don't know it's like holy fuck right. i think with our podcast me and joe are really lucky initially we started off sort of just talking to each other it was again like like you said an excuse to meet with one another weekly and then it turned into you know more music based and talking to people and we do tend to give everybody right now that opportunity to talk about you know corona you know the the shit going down with the police and the riots and and everything but it's not generally the the overarching theme of our conversations but it's just nice to give somebody that opportunity to get it off their chest every once in a while and and, and do that and then go into some music and shoot the shit and go from there and see what happens right um i mean what other hobbies do you have, do you ever like play video games Troy, that's you, boy. I, I do. I'm a PS4 guy. Uh, I Me play too. games. Uh, it's tough because I go in spurts. I'm a I'm a binge video gamer, that's for sure. Uh, whereas I, I like to play a lot of short, quick-hitting action games. Like, I'll play, like, Batman. I'll play Spider-Man, uh, some Tomb Raiders and stuff like that, where games I can finish it within, like, a week or something. Because, you know, I, games like fucking Red Dead Redemption, I've never finished because they're so – they take so fucking long. And I'll get like 20 hours into it and then something comes up and then I don't play my PS4 for like a couple months and I restart it and I'm like, where the fuck was I? Oh, I can't finish it. Right. Yeah, I'm way more habitual. Um, I basically play like all the, you know, I play a, definitely a big PS4 gamer as well. Everyone can add me at eight of the mo. Um, I will judge you on trophies. What I enjoy is people adding me. <laughs> Fucking nerd. I want people to add me on there and then I'm going to look at what trophies you have earned. And then I'm like, let me decide if you're a real gamer or not. That's what I do to people. And uh, I am, I'm a casual. <laughs> Whereas if I finish a game, I'm lucky to have like 40% of the trophies from the game anyways. And then I'm done with it. I don't care. Right. At, at some point in time, I don't know when, uh, actually I know exactly. I got the, my first platinum from the walking dead season one. Oh yeah. And it's such a cheap platinum trophy that I was like, you know what? Let me get a real one. Sky, I really enjoyed the Elder Scrolls games. I'll get the Skyrim trophy. And yeah. so I did platinum that. And Jesus then I went platinum fuck. again on the PS4. So I've gotten that one twice. Um, I've never even I, finished that game because I always get Skyrim? sidetracked. Yeah. 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 Oblivion's probably my all time favorite. I don't know. It's in my top five favorite games. Uh, I spent a lot of time on Oblivion. So I've also spent a lot of time on Skyrim. And uh, yeah, that's just my shit. Uh, but yeah, I definitely enjoy the games. Um, I enjoy all the ones you mentioned. I don't really like Red Dead. And my big hot take is I think Red Dead 2 is like one of the worst games on the PS4. I don't understand how people fucking lie. It's so boring. And the yeah, I've heard that. I've heard that. Like the buttons, it's like, I'm going to get on my horse. Oh, I punched a lady. Like, why are those even the same fucking button? Like, what is, <laughs> yeah, this is so exactly. stupid. <laughs> I, like, don't, uh, uh, I don't have a PS4, but I, I have um, 
I've got like a 360, a PS3, and a fucking Wii, a modded Wii, so I can play all the old school yeah, shit. I, yeah, I hacked my, uh, I got a SNES Mini last year. Nice. And uh, I was, you know, I got really pissed because like Final Fantasy 3 slash 6, whatever you want to call it, it's one of my all-time favorite games. Mm-hmm. And uh, they had those fucking save states on the, the SNES Classic. Right. And I, I fucked it up and, and deleted one of my saves that I had like oh. 60 hours in that game. I was like, are yeah. you serious? Um, but anyway, I learned how you could hack it. And you could then just put all these other Super Nintendo games on it. So I currently have 41 Super Nintendo games on it and nice. 20 Game Boy Advance games. Good for so you. So you can do that. And uh, I've been, that's really what I've been playing a lot lately is, uh, you know, really trying to get my feel of like some rock and roll racing and some nice. of those other Super Nintendo Don't games. Don't you feel like as, as these systems get more and more advanced, like all I want to do is like, fucking pick up the paddles for the nes and just like play super mario see i'm <laughs> uh, yeah super mario is great um i personally i love the new controllers like when i go back and play the super nintendo controller like i'm gonna snap this fucking thing like it's so <laughs> it feels like it's just gonna break it it hasn't so i guess it's good but uh i definitely when i come across a game like if y'all have if you have a ps4 troy uh a game like dead cells to me is like perfect because it's made it could only run on the ps4 it couldn't run on a super nintendo but it kind of looks like it was made for a super nintendo you know like i enjoy those sort of aesthetics like yeah i've seen seen that game that's one i haven't picked up and played but it does look awesome man right it's like that's one i really enjoyed over the last couple of years um, like the binding of isaac you know there's nothing special about that game as far necessarily as far as graphics but it's just so fun and it's made like an old game so lately i have noticed um like, I don't care if a game looks realistic. Like, I want stylized games. Like, good job, guys. We all got to where everything looks real. That's awesome. Yeah. But, <laughs> good <exactly>. for you. <laughs> like, uh, I, I'm so over third-person shooting games. Like, if it's over the shoulder and you just have to put a little dot on something and then pull it. Like, I just don't – that stuff's just not as fun to me anymore for, for whatever reason. You know, I'm not exactly sure why. Um, I grew up loving JRPGs, so, like – you know, just love Japanese RPGs. And those don't even exist anymore, really, either. You know, like I, Final Fantasy VII Remake, I loved, you know, because I love Final Fantasy VII. Um, except I hated the end. The end, you know, kind of fucked, was weird to me. So anyway, even these games I think I'm going to love, I don't love them like I used to. But uh, so I'm probably going to fall out of it. Maybe I need to have a kid so that I can, like, force myself to play little kid games with a kid. <laughs> and then that, like, regrows my my love for video games. I don't know. Yeah, for me, what I do, I still got my, my laptop and it's just full of emulators and old school shit. And I hook up the Bluetooth controllers to it, whether that be PS4 or Xbox. They're just, it's nice to have that mix with old and new. Uh, I think there's been time when we've had absolute shitty guests on here where you'll hear me clacking away when I'm playing Donkey Kong Country. <laughs> yeah, he just off. It's like, you'll just hear him chiming every once in a while. Yeah, yeah, uh, oh, uh, yeah. Goddamn barrels. Yeah, I love emulators for sure. I I always keep a Nintendo 64 emulator because one of my all-time favorite games. Oh, I could never find a good one that works for me on that Wii, man. Right, well, and the problem is there's no controller. Like, I have a, a wired 360 mm-hmm. controller around here I normally hook up for emulators. And uh, you can't really map a Nintendo 64 controller correctly. You know, right. so what I always do is I make the C buttons, the face buttons, and the bumpers, the A and B, but... That's oh. still kind of weird. Um, but I love this game called Ogre Battle 64. And there's also nice. an Ogre Battle on Super Nintendo. But, like, it's just not a shit that exists. Like, they don't make any game like this anymore. It's like you're on this overview map. And then you have, like, groups of units that you send across the map. And then they meet other units. They kind of auto-battle. But it's like a tactical strategy RPG thing. But 
I love it so much that I'll just download that emulator and the ROM for that game. I don't know, every couple of years, I'm like, I'm going to play this game again because I can't get my fix, you know, for that sort of gameplay anywhere else. Right. That's always strange when that happens. You're like, how does no one make a game like this? Yeah, I love going back and, and playing some that just, just hit that nostalgia button or else even recently, Streets of Rage 4 for me was so good to have and come out and uh, I absolutely played the shit out of that. I'm ready for some downloadable content in the future for that one because that I, one... Well, podcast tomorrow, yeah, my podcast tomorrow, actually, the guy I have on there brings up Streets of Rage 4 as his game he's fucking loving right now. Awesome, so. man. Yeah, it's so good. Me And it's one of those games that me and my lady play. Uh, like, she's she she grew up with like old school shit like nintendo she doesn't like to have like more than a couple button inputs because it's just like yeah she's not into it but if i get her like to play some beat-em-ups you know just jump kick special move fuck she kills it she's so super good at it so when we can connect and do that together it's super fun uh it's very pick up and play but also it's super hard to master that game can get fucking hard and that brings that old schoolness into it and and i love that but also hate it because i think I used to be better at video games when I was a kid. I, I go yeah. back to play some of those like Mega Man games and that I know oh, I beat so when I was hard. five years old. Yeah. And, and now I just can't. I just don't have the time or the patience or, you know, I'm big enough to flip the goddamn table and throw shit through the wall. So. <laughs> the TV's going through yeah. the fucking wall. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I, I agree with 100%. Um, I play a lot of NBA 2K. Uh, nice. That's like my go-to probably like relax so you mentioned earlier you kind of go on binging i play games every night like uh you know if i'm after i get done here i guarantee i go in my room because i have a little computer monitor my playstation is connected to next to my tv then my wife watches tv and i'll probably play like a game of nba 2k just to like wind down if you will mm-hmm. um and so like that's kind of normally what what i do i know in a couple days uh the last of us part two comes out and i pre-ordered oh, that like months nice. ago nice. so i know i'm getting that but I know it's going to be probably really depressing. Yeah, without a doubt, <laughs> right? I, I made it through, like, the f- fucking the opening scene of the PS3 one, and I was like, oh, God. I don't think <laughs> right. I can do this. This is so fucked. But I forgot. I got sidetracked. I looked at it the other day. I was like, I should probably just fucking pick this fucking thing up. Oh, it, it's so good. Like, I don't... I hate... I don't even like zombies. You know, like I mentioned, I don't like third-person shooting games. Right. I don't like stealth games, generally. So, and given all of, of that... Things, yeah. <laughs> and I still was like, this game's a fucking masterpiece. Nice, like, yeah. I don't like Uncharted, which is like Naughty Dog's other big games, you know? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, like, I didn't like that series, actually, either. I liked I how they like looked. Uncharted but I've never finished one. I don't think I've ever played more than, like, 20%. Right. I beat two, one and two on, like, the collection... Like I bought the little collection for five dollars at a sale because yeah. that's how PlayStation gets me. The same way Steam does it, like they do these weekly sales, and if a game's five bucks to me, that's nothing because I used to smoke cigarettes like two years ago for ten years, you know, until I quit. So now I'm like, I would have spent that on a pack of cigarettes. I'll just what buy are it what are game. smokes worth in the states? Uh, where I'm at in Oklahoma, and it's a little cheaper. I want to say they're at about seven dollars. Jesus here. Christ! Oh, wow. That's a bargain basement fuck, man. They're like, I don't smoke anymore, but I used to. Right. When I, I think when I quit, they were like 15 bucks a pack. See, they were six fifty five when I quit uh, two years ago. And that's like and- expensive. I went, to, I went to North Dakota, so we're, we're right. We're like two hours from the border into North Dakota from where we're at, basically. And I think, yeah, like I'd buy like a pack of camels or some shit for like four bucks. I just couldn't right. believe it. When I first started smoking, it was like three fifty. Nice. And then it started like going up and up really quick. Started passing all these, you know, taxes and stuff. Mm-hmm. Uh, I 
because of Chan. So if anyone out there um, needs help quitting smoking cigarettes, I just always shout this out because I was someone I never thought I would quit smoking. Um, I just really fucking enjoyed it. And my grandpa smoked for like 50 years and got this Shantex medication. It worked for him. So wow. I was like, fuck it. I guess I'll try it. And uh, I had a doctor that was real fucking cool because there's like all these different plans. You, if y'all aren't familiar, you take this medicine and it blocks the receptors in your brain that wants nicotine. Mm -hmm. So then like you keep smoking while you take it, but you're just doing the ritual. Your brain's not actually getting the like nicotine fix that it, it wants. Oh, okay. And so then after doing that for a few weeks, the way I did it, I just went like, Hey, I'm going to try to quit tomorrow. And then I did, you know, like, nice. and that never had happened before. Whereas in my grandpa, he'd done like, um, a step plan like cut back two cigarettes a day mm -hmm. and until he got down to zero so like there's some other strategies but i just know um you know i used to be real defensive when i smoked of like mm -hmm. i like smoking i think it's cool you know yeah. <laughs> like i'd be like Fuck totally you. bro totally, want me yeah. to quit but i know deep down people that smoke there's y'all don't want to smoke because i no, I you want to quit bro I, I i i managed to fucking quit cold turkey when i found out i was having my kid right i always told my so wife expensive. that would be the only way i would ever quit was like you're gonna, we're gonna have a kid and then i eventually got your medicine um yeah. but yeah i always thought like i don't know what else would make me uh make me quit yeah, yeah but chantix i have too. a story about that too yeah, my, my neighbor my neighbor tried using it uh he was one of those folks who had is that the shit that makes you go fucking crazy sometimes yeah he was a diabolical cunt and oh. we almost came to fisticuffs. Me and my roommate were about ready to bash his fucking head in because of how much of a prick he was, and he didn't realize what was going on. And then we went to the doctor, and he said, yeah, this wasn't working for you. So they, you know, he, he didn't want to try any other one. I know there's other medications out there, too. He just right. said, fuck it. I'm just going to keep smoking because that was a nightmare. Like, people hated him. Like, like, we were on the verge of, like, saying, like, you guys can't even fucking come to our house again because of the shit your husband's saying and he's just a miserable asshole but for those that don't have that happen right. hell yeah I it think, can be be a lifesaver i still think said, it's worth yeah. trying <laughs> like uh i give brad Sorex, good internet friend of mine he he his excuse every time i bring it up is well some people go crazy so i'm not gonna try it i'm like well you should I'm still try fucking it. try it yeah with uh, a doctor's help right as long as you're staying like uh in untouch with your, your doctor then you can identify hey this isn't working and then right. you can make well, the changes accordingly they'll ask you questions at least they didn't mind of like have you ever had suicidal thoughts and i think yeah. if i would have said yes they wouldn't have given it to me but i lied and i said <laughs> no but I, I informed my wife so like during the process my wife was like hey are you good is this, is this medicine making you go crazy? Like she was checking in on me, you know? Hey, surprise, it, surprise. Communication helps too, right. folks. Weird, so, yeah. uh, it, and it didn't have any negative side effects. It, it hurt my stomach the first few days. Uh, like, uh, but, but besides that, you know, and that was worth it. Again, I've, I was spending a lot of money on cigarettes. And now that I don't, um, it's definitely helpful. Yeah, well, good for nice. you, man. That's awesome. Yeah. That's always better to quit. You said a pile of cash, you just fucking feel better. Oh, and so y'all said you are still doing y'all's music reviews, right? So like if I have like a album coming out at some time, let y'all know. Send up. Yeah, every right. Fridays. Every Fridays we're doing those for sure. We do have, so like Wednesdays we have uh, Richie Recommends. Richie Cavalera comes on every week and recommends a, a album for us to check out. We talk about it, then shoot the shit. Fridays we generally do music reviews as well. So those are two specific days where we actually have something planned regularly. And then the rest are more or less interviews and whatever comes up. So yeah, every Friday, those are the, the ones where we get to shout out a lot of different artists. I love it. Right, yeah, I've been putting out uh, two song or a song every two weeks. 
I think I started in May, and I plan on going through July 3rd. And then in August, I'm shooting for Internet Friends, too. That's my goal. As long as everyone can get me in their verses and I get it all mixed. Mixing's fucking sucks when you're not like a real audio engineer and you're like, I'm just doing stuff I kind of learned off YouTube over the years. Yeah. Um, but then you still develop an, an opinion, you know, and then someone sends you something, you're like, that sucks. I think like, this still I? sounds good to me. So there you go. Right. Uh, so if I, I get was it gonna all mentioned, mixed, I was going to mention, sorry, but I mentioned yeah. about your albums you put out. I, I was jamming my ass off to that medicated sunrise album you put out, dude. Oh, thanks, man. Yeah, those. Okay. Uh, I love those beats, dude. I, I see. I'm a guy like I started to make beats and stuff too back in the day, and I always tried to make beats because I could never find anybody that wanted to rap on them. So I tried to make beats that you could listen to without a rapper type thing, and that's that's what I like. That's what I like this shit for. This is really good shit. Yeah, I so I I put out my beats on Spotify underneath the name A to the Mo makes beats, right. and uh, I was putting out a six track EP every month. Mm-hmm. Uh, my last one in May did so poorly number wise because it came out I think like the day George Floyd then happened, and it was called House Party. It was like fun songs, and then yeah. it got like no listens, and I was like, nah, maybe I shouldn't put one of these out a month because r- very few people listen to them. But if I even know anyone cared at all you know I, it'd be enough for me to make make more beat collections because i just make i outpace my writing so much with making beats like beats are just so much easier i think uh, than writing a song mm-hmm. because uh i don't know it's just fun whereas and i personally when writing lyrics it's like very tasking for me like I, I try really hard i guess um so i can just make all these beats and then i'm for instance, the medicated sunrise were all because I used uh, this one drum kit that this guy gave me. And so that's kind of where they all match together. Um, I think the one I put out after that was called alone. And I used the exact same instruments on all the beats there, which is something I just don't do normally. And I kind of just, you know, have like a theme on every one of them, mm-hmm. try to make some beats, put them up there, but uh, cool to know that you enjoyed it, man. Yeah, man, totally. And I, I liked that the one drum kit you you hooked me up with back in oh christ must have been december or some shit like that i used oh, yeah. i used a few that uh, was my first drum kit yeah i used that i used that for uh, a dark matter will flow song i took the the crow sounds and you had a couple other good ones i used and i fucking put that into a song where you're making i loved it i love that shit you should do more uh yeah i need to make more drum kits like i made that melody loot pack for my producer challenge right. yeah, yeah, yeah and then uh i was like oh yeah i'll do a drum kit next time maybe but then again i producers are particular um you know when i'm having to do a contest i feel like if i told them they had to use certain drums mm-hmm. that wouldn't be as fun for them i used some of the 808s too that's what it was some of the 808s and, and those the crow sounds you had on there yeah I, I fucking love that crow sound so good <laughs> so good <laughs> Don't hear enough crows these days. They took over for a year and then they went away. There you go. There you go. Thanks, crow. Fuck, I'm in some beats now. I'm in some loops, fruity loops. uh, What made you want to start rapping and all that shit, Mo? I'm sure I've heard Um, other podcasts you put up. Let's see. I I just love rap music. So Mm -hmm. I kind of explained that... um, you know, like, I'm not, like, appropriating hip-hop, I don't feel like, but maybe. Uh, but I was, like, a four-year-old white kid, and the only channel I had growing up was Fox until I was eight mm-hmm. years old. So on Fox right. when I was a kid, that played Martin, that played Living Single, yeah. uh, In Living Color. Yeah. I mean, it was, quote-unquote, black TV. I mean, that's mm-hmm. what it was at the time. And uh, I just fucking loved it, right? So, like, I've always enjoyed that sort of culture side of it. Like, 
Uh, I mean, I am in Oklahoma where everyone fucking loves country music. I just never have, right? I'm like, fuck that. I hate country music. I love rap music. It's always kind of been my thing. Um, when 5950 hats blew up when I was a kid, you know, like I wore those every day. <laughs> like that's just always been my shit. And then I get to college. I don't know anybody. Uh, I kind of start freestyling a little bit with the, they put me in the athletic dorms with like all the football players and basketball mm-hmm. players. And so I started freestyling with some guys and they kept stealing lyrics from DSR, which is uh, the Dirty South Riders, which is a rap group out of Dallas. And I used to call a lot of people out on that. And then so like that made them respect me. Like, I, you know who that is? And I'm like, of course I know who that is. So um, somehow that led to me at a bar one night and the fraternity actually pledged that these guys that were my calculus class were trying to rush me, which is what you call when you try to get someone to join your fraternity. Yeah. I told them, um, I'll totally join your fraternity if you have anyone that can out rap me. And at this time, I have never rapped in front of people. <laughs> nice. Like, I just fucking talk shit because I feel like I can do it. You know, like I've done it in my car or whatever by myself. Mm-hmm. And uh, this one dude goes, who ends up becoming my uh, good friend named Johnny A. And he's this black dude. He goes for like four bars. That's it. He quits. You know, he's not actually good at rapping. It was like a joke. I didn't realize at the time. And then this emo kid who uh, it goes on to be another good friend of mine named CJ. Uh, he, he raps, you know, and it's whatever. And then I rapped. And I went for like 20 minutes to where like when I got done at the bar, there was like 90 people in a huddle around me. And I was like, oh, my God, like all this stage fraud hit me once I noticed. And I was like, I can't, I can't do this. Like I've just not my thing. Right. But I remember that night. Like I loved it. And so after that, um, the guy who took me to the bar that night, he was like, I have to take you to my cousin's house. And so I went to his cousin's house on the way home and I had a rap in front of this party going on there. And then that kind of is what happened. I started freestyling at all these parties in college. Um, I really enjoyed going last, you know, because uh, I had like a big faux hawk and kind of a fat kid. I just didn't look like I would necessarily be good at it. So, and then like some of the football players knew I was good, but some of them didn't know. So they would like try to punk on me, but then I would be pretty good. Um, now I can't freestyle now. So I'm talking all this shit, but like once I started riding and quit freestyling, yeah, I you lost lose that. <laughs> the freestyling ability and then that's what happened like eventually i got some microphones um like a usb shitty microphone i just started making all kinds of music you know i probably recorded like 300 songs in college or more um most of them sucked you know most of them weren't good and then i got a real job i graduated college and i was like all right i have to quit rapping nothing ever came of it anyway and then for five years i worked at this shitty job where I never recorded anything and it was miserable. That's probably when I got really into video games and getting all my platinum trophies. Cause you know, you had to do something. And um, then before I got married, you know, I was engaged to my wife. I was like, I really want to make a mixtape before we get married to just do it one last time, you know? And then I spent uh, like a year making this mixtape called resin hits, which I'm now in the process of just respitting all those verses onto beats. I own because why not? Yeah. And, um, I fucking loved it. Like everyone was like, holy shit, that's so good. Like you're better after taking a five-year break than you ever were, which was kind of crazy. And um, so I was really feeling myself, if you will. Then I made the podcast and then through the podcast, I ended up buying a audio interface and microphones was like, Hey, my rap quality is about to go way up with this new equipment. And then I learned how to make beats because a guy tried to charge me $1,500 for a beat. And I was like, that's the most ridiculous thing I've ever heard. Go fuck yourself. He's like, well, that's an exclusive. And I oh. made beats for and, and mentions like all these people that I'm like, well, I don't really care, bro. I'm not doing it. So I learned to make beats myself. I took a week off work and I watched 70 hours of YouTube until I figured it out. And then, yeah, that's what I do now. I just make beats and rap on them. 
and that's kind of the journey. That's awesome, man. What a journey. It's cool, man. I love it. Doing your thing. And and I think it's cool that, uh, like, really my goal is just to finish stuff. You know, like, I've talked to a lot of people that are way better than me at this, but they just don't do it. You know what I mean? Like, they just don't. Like, just save the fucking song, make it an album, and upload it. But, like, they can't do that part. So, I do think, like, that's my one thing I'm good at is I can finish stuff. Like, if I start a beat, I'll finish it. If I start a song, I'll finish it. Uh, and we'll just put it up and see if people like it. So, yep. that's what yeah, you got to do. What you, you got to do. Do it, do it, do it, brother. Hell yeah. How, how's your wife for support of everything you do? You know, your video games, your music, you just being you. Uh, yeah, she she reads a lot. Like she loves <laughs> reading. Uh, she's an English teacher, and uh, she's like into the bookstagram where she takes pictures of books on Instagram, and then like she has way more followers doing that than I do on my podcast or music. Well, so and I got her into that because I I was like, you need something to do. Is I'm like constantly fucking with this podcast. Um, you know, I think there's definitely times she wish I didn't do any of it. Uh, I mean, I don't think I'm too naive to not realize that because for instance, like tonight, I was like, well, I'm calling into this podcast tonight. And she's like, oh, you know, like, okay. Uh, and same <laughs> Look with, here, like, lady, I do what I want. God damn it. Right. I mean, oh, I definitely hit her and shit. But um, <laughs> when I, I, I have people come over to the house, right. And so that's like different. You know, like I have my little podcasting like spare room that we do it in. Uh, but she's the top she's like now i have to clean the bathroom because you have company coming over and i'm like fuck my company they don't care and she's like no i have to and so like i think things like that would be easier if i didn't but Mm -hmm. also i don't i think she knows like how miserable i would be if i wasn't creating stuff yeah i mean like that's a very large part of my personality like i i rap before she met me um now i did quit for five years while we were together so maybe she was like, finally, he's done. And then I was like, ha guess what? I'm doing it again. <laughs> but sucker. she likes I'm, all my old shit. So oh, she likes the old shit. There you go. Right. I'm pretty sure that resonates with, with you, Joey, too. Like, like if you were to quit and not have this, uh, this, you know, your blessing has been creating and doing stuff and connecting. You're fucking good at it. And if you were to just have to stop, I'm sure there'd be a sense of uh, maybe resentment towards uh, someone yeah, who made yeah. you do that. I don't, I don't know what the fuck I'd do with myself, to be honest. I'd be like, you know what? It's fucking it. Yeah. Right, and <laughs> I, I think that's why my wife doesn't give me much shit is because of the whole resentment issue. Same reason I wouldn't ask her to quit, whatever. Yeah, exactly. Um, and because even if I would say, like, oh, I wouldn't resent you, if she was like, you have to quit or our marriage is over, fuck yeah, I would resent, I would resent her forever. Like, yeah. there's no way you wouldn't. So, um I think it's very cool that she's as supportive as she is, but I don't expect her to be my number one fan. You know, like some people have significant others like that. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm totally cool with her not even knowing I recorded a song to me, you know? Like, yeah, that's like my wife was supportive of me. Like when we first started dating for sure. And she still is, she's still super supportive. Absolutely. But I don't know. I was like, not at all a big deal. I'm just, you know, I'm a, I'm a fucking loser ass white rapper from Saskatchewan, Canada, playing shows and shit. And, you know, she she dug the music and stuff, so it was all good. But we also, when we started, we were doing the long distance thing. She lived in Alberta, which is the province over, and then she ended up moving here and whatever. But you know, it was just, I I think in some ways it was easier. Um, it's easier because she knows that that was my thing long before she came along, and that's that. 
I mean, I could be doing a lot worse. Yeah. You know, like exactly. that's an, another thing, especially with like video games. Like I get uh, not really annoyed because it doesn't affect me, but like you'll see people online of like, I couldn't date a man who plays video games. That's a boy, you know, those sort of sentiments. And it's like, if a dude doesn't play video games, and I, this is mean because I have friends that don't, they're rather not smart enough to play video games mm-hmm. or they're like, on drugs like heavy drugs and which means they don't have time for video games or they're like really into outdoorsy shit like that is a thing and i think that one's probably the coolest one like that yeah. the reason you don't play video games is because you're like i just fucking can't bro and that's what i do and that's great but um I, I think hating on video games is always weird you know or hating on on hobbies like that so um i'm just always yeah. like well, i could be doing worse things than podcasting yeah like, that's you know and that's the approach i take too it's like i I don't, I don't drink anymore. I used to drink a fuckload. We both did. Um, you know, if I don't play video games that much, it's like, I'm, I'm home. I'm not out fucking around. I'm in the next room doing a podcast. <laughs> you know right. where I am. It's fine. I'm here. It's all good. <laughs> yeah. Right. Finding those happy mediums, just kind of give and take what I hear like you mo, you and your lady do. It's good just to have balance. Balance is key, right? Um, right. sometimes well, it's, I, oh, I'm sorry. Like, well, um, yeah, I was saying, and I have her on my podcast once a month. Nice. So, uh, you know, I, I try to include her. Um, I think she hated it at first. <laughs> but now, Southern Comfort, who I mentioned before, he shouts her out as being the best co-host. So now that she's heard that, I think uh, it's That's made her like it a little the more. Seed. Yeah. Right. Because um, I have her, she, like I said, she reads a lot of books. This year, she planned on reading, I think, 65 books was her goal i think she's gonna pass that though because the quarantine she knocked out so many in may but um yeah so she comes on every month at the beginning of the month to tell tell me all the books she read the month before so like if you're like me and you don't really read like i I go through i'm like you in video games i'll go through binges where i will read where i'm like oh i fucking read three books this year or something you know like to me that's a lot um and then i'll go like years with that guy i haven't read a book in a long time uh (laughs) so she'll come on the podcast talk about like five books she read the month before but i'm like yeah that'll make people feel like uh whether if they like books to listen or if they don't they're like i wonder what kind of books exist out there and i can sound smart by repeating this information there you go. Or, or whatever uh so yeah it's and it's an easy guest you know i know at the beginning of the month oh yeah she's coming on they'll have to figure that out you don't have to scramble you got it yeah yeah, no, that, that'd be cool. I'd love to get my lady on, but she's too, she's not comfortable enough to do it. But I think yeah. she would have some good input, some banter would be fun. We'd be very off the cuff, but like, we should very, do one. yeah, we should try and get them. We should, we should wrangle them up. Yeah. yeah. See. see, my wife's a teacher, so she has that teacher voice that she goes oh, into. Oh, nice. I like the teacher voice. Right. And so she always thinks it's bad. I'm like, no, it's fine. It sounds great. That's good. That's cool, man. Should do that. Just, to, I would love to get my wife on here. She'd just fucking kill me. <laughs> well, we, we'll, we'll make it happen, man. But unfortunately, or fortunately enough, we are booked up fucking solid for quite a while, man. That's the thing. Yeah. What we're doing with like artists, we're getting really solid connections, and and we'd never really expected that. We were thinking maybe we'll reach out to some people here and there, but we've reached out to people, and now uh certain labels are becoming you know almost friendly with us and they're like hey can you guys do this work with them work with that but i know even before mo you were saying for your pod people would reach out to you and you're just like eh, i don't, I don't really want to have the deal with a manager or go through it whereas i was like that too but now i'm sort of getting familiar with the process and just finding uh finding it a little easier it's still a pain in the ass don't get me wrong sometimes right. you can be like holy fuck just let me talk to them yeah just let just give me the person's email address 
suggest, and we'll take care of it. So I would, I, well, rather, I, mean, I would still rather do that. Yeah, really, to me, uh, is where is it is like, just anytime someone, a manager hit me up, they're like, my artist so-and-so would be interested in being on your podcast. I don't believe they even know my podcast exists. And if you don't know my podcast exists, I, I just don't see how I'm going to, like, I'm not good enough. Like, I'm actually a decent host, like, with my own uh, thoughts, right? And, like, here's a rant I have. But if I, like, don't know anything about the artist and they know nothing about me, I just have a hard time imagining how it's going to be good. Right. I see what you're saying. And so I'm just like, well, I'm not going to waste everyone's time because (laughs) I've put out bad episodes before. And as soon as I upload it and I wait my few days till it comes out, I'm like, this one's going to fucking suck. Like, no one's going (laughs) to. So, like, I don't know. It happens, and I, I, I'm not saying it's wrong, you know, do, of course, everyone which what, but I I do, and I've had people ask, like, well, how did they become your friend? And I'm like, well, I don't know, message me. Like, almost everyone that's been on my podcast has sent me a DM. Like, yeah. that is, like, the the one common connection between all of them is they've sent me a DM. Uh, like, Brad Sturex, I think I mentioned earlier, great friend of mine out of Pittsburgh. Uh, we do a lot of songs together these days. We just talk to each other all the time on DMs or, like, it started off with him being like, Hey, will you check out my album? I'll check out yours, give each other feedback, but it has blossomed into like, Hey, did you see that shit on the news the other day? Or the other day I was like, Hey, target has a cell. You should go check that out. (laughs) (laughs) So like, uh, I definitely enjoy the way the internet is working these days. Yeah, Yeah, man. Same. And a big key for me is block and mute fuck yeah delete yeah. whatever i gotta do oh, yes. that that's a world of, that makes things so much better then your algorithm gets all figured out and then great shit finds you on your you know twitter or whatever yeah, I social block, media you got i block people if they send me any music links to my dm without anything else for it. like if someone just sends me like their spotify link with mm-hmm. no like introduction or like a hello even if they put hey how are you what's up is that cool here's my link you know without me responding because i see that shit too even that i'm like that doesn't count man like you're getting blocked that's just all their shit like and maybe that's me being a dick but in the same thing for the office or uh you know you submitted some joke for like the uh music podcast i asked people to send me files like i need an mp3 or wave file to play on the podcast and then I make a Spotify playlist with the songs uh, with and I'll get song. you some plays there. But like people are like, no, you have to take the Spotify link. And I'm like, your shit's not getting that paid. Is the, that is the biggest bane of my fucking existence, having <laughs> a fucking music review or, you know, trying to do these music episodes now. Again, I specifically fucking state in almost every other tweet, if you got your shit played, send me a fucking MP3 or a wave. It does me zero good. If you send me your Spotify link, I don't give a fuck about your Spotify link. If you want your shit played, <laughs> right. need MP3. If you don't want to play it, that's fine. I have just started deleting emails that don't have an attachment. I, I am fucking well. respond. I'm like, you know what? I'm not going to fucking talk to you. Yeah, I'll do the time, same so thing. I have to fucking tell you assholes. No offense. I love you guys. Keep sending me your shit, but I need them hard copies, bitches. Need right. Hard- it just doesn't work. Um, and then sometimes they just, well, they're short-sighted is really the thing because like my playlist isn't huge yeah. but i know for a fact over a year i got someone like four thousand plays that's huge because they show me their one year of, off the playlist yeah that was so, large. yeah exactly so it's like if people would just send me the fucking file you'll get your plays on spotify but if you're gonna be a dick about it then you're just gonna screw yourself over there yeah, you're not gonna get any goddamn plays ever 
Fuck you. <laughs> so I, I try to keep it real like that, you know, and maybe not, I don't want it to go wrong. I don't want to keep it real too much. Uh, but like, I don't beg anyone to be on my podcast. I don't beg anyone for music. Yeah. I feel like we're all mutually helping each other out. Exactly. I'm not, you're no one's, even if someone has more numbers than me, no one even knows if those are real. You know, I've had collabs with someone who had the tens of thousands of followers. Mm-hmm. And then my song that came out with them did the same numbers as all my other fucking songs did. Like, yeah, so there you go. Yeah. Like, those aren't real. So you just got to, I don't know, every, everything's like this clout. And uh, it's like virtue signaling, but not for that. It's like clout <laughs> signaling. Clout signaling. I like that. That's good. Well, and like for us, like, guys. Uh, similar similar wise it's like uh releasing like our podcast episodes we might have somebody who signed to a label or or you know is got some bigger numbers on spotify or wherever their streams are coming from uh and we might only get like 20 listens to that episode whereas we might have a friend of the show who has is local or just has a really solid support and following and do like 50 to 60 listens because people engage with them right well, and I don't know where y'all host uh, your podcast at, but like uh, Podbean we use. Hell yeah, I need to figure out something else. I use SoundCloud, and everyone hates on it, but I've honestly, it's it's worked so well for me. Um, whatever works is the best way. Like, I'm not going to tell you how to do your shit for whatever. That's that's your deal. But for right. us, we found I found Podbean is like, or Castbox. Castbox is good because that's a free one, and a lot of people use Castbox, um, but. Podbean for us because it puts it fucking everywhere. But yeah, it's a it cost. Right. It's twenty. It's twenty bucks a month. Right. Well, SoundCloud's fifteen. So okay. That's yeah, 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 yeah. And I like SoundCloud because you just click. You want to go on your RSS feed, and then same thing. I just submitted my RSS feed all the different stories. So I'm I'm mm-hmm. everywhere as well. I just had to manually do it. Right. Um, yeah. Yeah. But, same yeah. as us. Same as us had to manually do it, but it also gives us that sick looking like website where we can keep everything hosted and and people go check out their links, check out the photos, stuff like that. It's really nice to direct right. people there that is cool I'm, and my next step um i just have to figure out a way to convince my wife that I'm, it's cool with me spending more money is i i do plan on making my own website for rather mm-hmm. my music or my podcast or both i don't know if i can combine them you know that's an, that's another thing i struggle with of like I, I, separate. right should i or not like i recently got two separate twitter accounts uh for oh. forever i just had my podcast underscore mo account mm-hmm. and uh, i would just post my music and podcast there and then i end up renaming that one a to the mo mm-hmm. once i hit two thousand followers and then i just made a new podcast underscore mo account so that i have both of them so um but even then i'm like well i am the same person and i think people that like my music <laughs> would want to hear my podcast and vice versa but i don't right know. so they're they're together but separate at the same time that makes sense. That makes sense. That's just whatever you want it to be, man. But yeah, I would I would recommend. Well, I guess whatever. Do whatever the fuck you want. Right? Exactly. Yeah. Everybody yeah, has their thing. To fucking tell you what the fuck. You're but yeah, you do what you I, I use SoundCloud. Um, like I said, I'm in some Facebook groups, you know, about podcasts, mm. and they all hate on uh, SoundCloud hosting, but I love it. Or personally, it works for me. But it's on there, you can see who listens, right? So yeah. I think the coolest thing is like if one of you are logged into SoundCloud and you listen to my episode on SoundCloud, I can see that. So I have That's pretty seen, cool. I've seen plenty of times and I, it's annoying. I've called people out on it. They still do it. So I'm not, I can't stop them. Where like if someone comes on my podcast and then they will listen to it like 40 times so that it looks like their episode has more listens. Right. Uh, but like I can click it and look at the stats and I can see their user listen 40 times. So I'm like, dude, it's, <laughs> 
I don't it's know why this you. is you, yeah. right? Like I don't, I don't know. And I get it, it's because people want to look cool and they want like they'll have me back because I got the listens, but they don't. Maybe they don't know I can see that stuff. They probably don't, honestly, because I, I think if they knew that, they probably wouldn't do that. <laughs> right, but it's always frustrating, but also funny. You know, they you know like okay, they're the type of person. So that means all their streaming numbers on their music probably aren't real either. They yeah, probably, probably just for listen on repeat or whatever. So yeah. Uh, Artists are fragile, and it's fun. Another thing. <laughs> That's awesome. Yeah, man. I don't know. It's just, I think at the end of the day, all, all that people with podcasts like ours are trying to do is get people heard, and we don't ask a lot. Right. Just ask, you know. For their time, for basically. Your, yeah, we'll some... ask for your time, but we're not getting paid for the fucking shit, so whatever. Yeah. We don't have a... We don't have a Patreon or no should. any no should. sponsors or anything like that. Um, what, do you, what do you do for your Patreon, man? Does that cover yeah. some shit for you? Yeah, uh, it covers my hosting costs. So um, I started a Patreon. It took a few months until anyone did it, and then three people signed up, like, all within a week. Mm-hmm. So I, I did a lot of, like, sign up for my Patreon when I had none. You know, mm-hmm. you got to always throw that out there. Now, for me, it's very simple. I do it. If you give a dollar a month, mm-hmm. you get early access to the podcast. So yeah. if you give a dollar or more. So currently right now, I put episodes out on Monday, Wednesday, Friday. Um, I give us early link to my Patreons to any level as soon as it uploads. So like if I got one done tomorrow, I would go ahead and send it to them, even though it didn't come out till next Monday, you know, or something like that. Right. So that's what, that's their bonus. You know, um, no one takes advantage of it or very rarely does anyone take advantage. And then if someone gives $10 or more a month, they are a co-producer of the show and they get shouted out at the beginning of every show. So I had for a long time, five co-producers, that's $50. And I was like, feeling like a fucking man i'm down to three co-producers after the coronavirus hit. still covers your still covers costs. my hosting and so right now you know i'm down to those three i shout them out at the beginning of every episode and then i also have a merch shop where i sell mm-hmm. um you know a podcast and mo t-shirts and actually i may have probably sold like i don't know 10 of those 10 or 15 nice. shirts something like that nice. um there I, I think that shit's really cool like i don't really make money i make like a dollar i think on each one or two you know mm-hmm. nothing really but i would just mother i think it's cool as fuck that someone's out there wearing a podcast emo t-shirt yeah, exactly exactly that's awesome yeah joe if you go patreon route you can do it because i just right. don't i get tired of it i just like i'll be like patreon these nuts bitch fucking yeah, it's like, not <laughs> it's like not really any work for me i do almost nothing for it uh like I just go and p- I do the post, like I said, for here's the early link and that's it. That's all I put, I post anywhere. And then every month it's like, you, you have a checklist, like, have you done these things? And I just click yes. And then that's really all I do. And then it automatically deposits the money. Um, I, I think giving people the option to donate money to you is just fucking awesome. Like I don't, and it doesn't cost you anything. Like it's not like you're going to have to pay money for a Patreon. Like you yeah. can just go get one and then have it for nothing. So like I, I do think it's nothing but plus side. Um, and I don't see why you wouldn't do it unless it's just out of like you don't want money. Right. So we, just, we got a donate button, and I feel like everybody. It's hard for me because I find like it's it's the point where I just like I see it constantly, right? And then I'm sometimes seeing like, are we worth it, right? You know, would people do it? Like, is this, you know, am I gonna be one of those fucks that are like, oh great, another asshole asking for money? Whereas, like, I mean, we're putting out content. Sure, it's nice. And if somebody's willing to give us that, like like I said, we have a donate button there. That Yeah, but they have to hit that mean. donate button more than once. Like, the cool thing about Patreon is it sets up a monthly recurring cost. 
So I personally will give a dollar to any of my friends, Patreon, like I'll do a dollar a month. That's fine. Um, and then I think of, cause in hindsight, I know when people don't do that to me, by the way, like, it's not like all these people give me a dollar, but I would be like, well, if everyone I gave a dollar to also gave me a dollar, I get that it would just kind of negate each other, but it would look, it makes you look better. Like you have all these patrons that support you. Like, I feel like you could use, um, the community aspect of it, but I guess you're also just kind of giving this Patreon company a percentage somewhere. Cause I've heard that argument of like, they don't want, I've heard people being like, I don't want to give them any of the money. Cause they take, you know, 4% or whatever it is, um, <laughs> off of your pledge. But I, I, if it wasn't, you know, if I probably wouldn't still have my podcast cause I wouldn't have wanted to keep paying for the hosting costs. Right. So yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad I have it. And the merch shop, I think, is the is the perfect way. I tell people all the time, if you want to support, but like actually want to own something, you should buy a t-shirt, you know, or buy a hat, something like that. Yeah, yeah that's yeah. cool, man. Yeah, that's, that's the chew on, man. Steak that's to right. chew on. I just will not charge people uh, to play their music on my podcast. No, I won't do that either. I, I had some, oh my God, dude. One, <laughs> one time this lady was saying she was looking for submissions and shit like that to be played in the uk on the british broadcasting whatever the big deal and i was like okay yeah sure i'll send you something She's like yeah that's 500 bucks i was like oh, oh, oh. no no i will never pay anybody or charge anybody to play right. my shit thank you i mean same with i i mean i post this on twitter today like i've never charged anybody for a verse on a song oh yeah, yeah that's right and i don't plan on it and i've never paid anyone for a verse on a song and i don't plan on it and then if anyone's like because i've seen this argument where people are like you have to know your worth I charge, you know, 50 a verse because you have to. And I'm like, I just know people that are better than you that'll do it for free. Exactly. Maybe that's <laughs> fucked up, but that's just the fact of the matter. Like that's I have some good friends that are really good at rapping on the internet. Yeah. So, uh, and I, I get when people feel the same about beats, you know, people don't want to buy beats and I'm selling them. So if they're like, I would never, I'll just rip it from YouTube. Well, I guess that's their decision they've made. Yeah, yeah exactly. So I guess I'll just go fuck myself. That's <laughs> fine. Yeah. <laughs> hilarious hilarious man yeah uh, hey one question i definitely f wanted to ask too was yep. uh this is out of the blue oklahoma you seen any tornadoes this year are you guys in like crazy crazy tornado fucking time um it hasn't been that bad this year to my knowledge now i'm lucky i live in this town called ada if you've um i've heard of ada was that not in twister uh, i don't know if it, it might have been a little bit in twister but it was <laughs> it, there was a Netflix documentary called The Innocent Man um, that okay. is in, in Ada, Oklahoma. Um, John Grisham wrote a book. And there's been two books written about the town of police corruption. So that's the town I live in. Y'all should watch the documentary. You can see okay. where I live. And um, we're, we're like, the way the land is here, it's like we're in the middle of a toilet bowl shape. <laughs> like there's hills around. So something mm -hmm. about that, tornadoes never land inside the town. Or they haven't oh, sure. ever. So they've always landed outside of town. Now, I think someday that's not going to hold true, and then everything is just going to get fucking destroyed by a tornado. But um, at the moment, that's the big thing. Now, more Oklahoma is like this place that gets fucking just destroyed by F5 tornadoes all the time. Jesus. Like, they crazy. just rebuild it, and then the tornado just come and destroy it. And it's like, uh, hey, fucking quit doing it. Yeah, quit building it. Yeah. So Move the town. <laughs> I personally am not scared of tornadoes. I mean, it is a thing where I talk to people from other places. They're like, holy fuck, tornado. Like, uh, when I was in high school, I met these girls from New Orleans and there was a tornado coming through and they freaked out. And to me, I was like, a hurricane seems way scarier. 
Well, because yeah. a hurricane sustained and a tornado is right. like five, ten minutes. Maybe maybe not, maybe it's on the ground for forty-five minutes, not like fucking three days. Right. To me, it's like a a hurricane's like someone coming through with a paintbrush, and a tornado is like a toddler with a crayon. He might mark on the wall, but just a little spot. Like I don't know. It's, it's so much different. Um, I just statistically, you know, the chances of a tornado hitting you, it's just so small. I don't worry about it. Like when a tornado comes now, I am the type of person that goes outside and I like look up in the clouds. Like, I wonder where it's at. Um, but my wife is definitely the, like, we got to find shelter, but I just didn't grow up that way. You know, I grew up a little bit more redneckish, I guess. (laughs) And, uh, I, I've definitely seen tornadoes when I was younger. Um, I have friends that go out storm chasing, you know, like on a tornado, let's go. As long as you're saying on the this side of the road, it'll be fine sort of stuff. Um, so people fucking love tornadoes here. This is true. This year just has not been a bad year. I haven't heard of one tornado this year, actually. Wow. So well, That's positive. Right. But last year, I want to say they didn't come until like the fall, which like never happened before. Like normally it's a spring that's thing. Weird, so, yeah, I thought it was like a uh, spring and summer thing, not the fall. Well, from what I learned, like in Tornado Alley, it's like it starts in southeastern America earlier mm-hmm. in the year, and then it like works its way west throughout the year. Um, right. But yeah, last year it it a tornado hit really late, to where people were like, "That was the first time ever in like October we had a tornado." Some shit. So, wow. uh, it definitely happens. Um, some weird tornado shit, but it's also like the end of the world. So. It's basically the end of the world right now, so that's right. fine. So yeah, nothing man. would surprise me. What will happen? I don't care. I want to see something. I just hope we all get by, but I'm also enjoying some of these crazy days. I'm not going to lie. They're fucking weird. Yeah, I don't. Weird. I mean, I'm in a good position in life where I can enjoy it. Um, feel bad definitely for everyone else that can't, you know, if you don't have a job right now or whatever. I'm sure it's very stressful. Um, but I have enjoyed the being able to stay home a little bit more. Um, I enjoy people being waking up to like cop shit and kill people. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I do think we've made a little bit of progress, but then again, um, I live in the only state in America that every County voted for Trump. Mm-hmm. So I am in the middle of like Trump country. So oh. that is, oh, wow. that's fun. That's fun. Yeah, no <laughs> Jesus Christ. What a fucking pudge. <laughs> that's, that's the nicest thing I think I've heard anybody say about him. There's a fucking dude. Cool, man. Fuck yeah. Well, Mo, you know, thanks for your time, brother. Oh, yeah. No problem. Got any questions, Joe? I think it was fun. I had a good time. We shoot I had a great up. time. This was, these are the ones I like, man. Like we were saying earlier, this is this is the fun ones. Yeah. Well, if y'all ever want to call my podcast, I mean, I think I'd probably do it one at a time. But, I mean, if y'all are cool with that. Um, no, whatever. Fuck you. Always man. open. Always open. <laughs> That's cool, cool man. man. We'll have you back anytime, too, as well. Yeah, I don't have y'all's fancy Zoom stuff. I do it through <laughs> discord because it's free we have discord as well it's but. not quite as uh great but something i do that's pretty fun i'm gonna throw so there's an idea for y'all in y'all's discord group mm-hmm. is i've been having discord hangouts on my podcast i've done mm-hmm. two so far to where i made a voice channel in my discord and i mm-hmm. tell people like hey guys nine o'clock saturday night whoever wants to be on the podcast join this voice channel and then like four or five dudes show up and uh, we just shoot the shit. They're all on one mic and you're, the Discord mic, quote unquote, that I'm recording. And then I yeah. talk like normal. Um, and it's a fun way of having multiple people on without them uh, needing a whole lot of equipment, you know, because you yeah. can just plug your headphones with a microphone into your phone and use Discord. So, yeah, exactly. Yeah, for sure. I've, I've tried to get fucking people to come in there and fucking <laughs> talk to us after. Nobody shows up ever. So fuck you. 
Fuck my Discord server. Kiss my ass. Yeah, oh, yeah. We, we got other things we're working on. The podcast in general is like so consistent right now that that's what we're kind of known for. That's what we're doing. Basically, it's, like, it's sometimes it's like Monday through Saturday, Monday through fi- Friday at least, and we're not stopping. Like it seems like we got a lot going on, so that's good. That's where we have our meat and potatoes, anyways. But there's been some good good things to you know wrap my head around there, anyways. Mo, like appreciate the the dropping some knowledge, you know, hearing more about you and just, you know, having fun tonight, brother. Uh, for sure. And my next goal, I'm going to learn how to make cartoons, I think. So I'll just pronounce that here. So I'm going to add a cartoon Yeah. I feel like that's the next goal. <laughs> like after the music and the podcast, I've always been like, but if I could animate and make my own animated music videos, and then you that's led that. me to thinking of like, what if I just made an animated cartoon? Cause I fucking love animated cartoons. Like, could yeah, I pull this off? You could. So, um, th- that's what my, where my brain's been the last week. <laughs> that's awesome. I love it. Well, where can people find you online and how can we support you? Um, yeah. I mean, let's see. Uh, on Twitter is probably where I'm most active. So Twitter, A to the Mo, which is A, the number two, T-H-A-M-O. And then also podcast underscore Mo. Um, is my new podcast one. So follow both of those if you can. I'm on Instagram at A to the Mo. I'm on Facebook. I have a A podcast with Mo Facebook page. I post memes there sometimes that are pretty funny. Um, try to think of else. Uh, my podcast, A podcast Mo. I'll give you all a hint. If y'all are on Spotify, I don't know if y'all's podcast is. I hope it yep. is. Um, it's really hard to find podcasts on Spotify because if you start typing in the name, it pulls up all kinds of fucking shit, right? Because Spotify is about playlists and artists and all that. So if you put the podcast name in quotes, it will pull it up. So if you put like a podcast with Mo and that's in quotes and, and Mo doesn't have an E, by the way, it'll just pull up the podcast immediately. Same with y'all. If, I don't know if y'all put in LimboCast if it comes up immediately. But if for, not, if you put it in quotes, it will pull up exactly what you're looking for. That's a good tip. Yeah, I think I, for ours, it pulls it up right away. That's yeah. awesome. See, I have the word A, the word podcast, uh-huh. with, and Mo. Four very popular words. In no doubt. No <laughs> doubt. <laughs> yeah, for sure. I didn't think that went through very well. I was like, oh, that's funny. I'm A to the Mo. And it'll be called A podcast with Mo. And then I didn't realize how bad the search engine optimization was for all that. Uh, but yeah, so I'm like on all the, all the places you can get podcasts. Um, if you can find A podcast with Mo, I'm there. And um yeah, I think that's all important. If you buy beats, I don't know if any rappers are listening, but I'm also on Beat Stars at Eight of the Mo there, selling beats every day, trying to make some money so my wife doesn't leave me. Yeah. <laughs> so she gotta do. That's the trick. Yep. <laughs> but yeah, I appreciate y'all having me on. Um, and I'm for sure down to come back anytime. Uh, awesome. I, I just enjoy calling into my friend's podcast because it's so much less work than when I do a podcast. Yes. Thank you. Yeah, you just you sure. just you just wait for them to ask you a question that you're like, all right, I'll answer that. And then, hey, what do y'all think about this? Like, it's just a, a way more casual version. I don't have to edit this. I don't yeah. know how often y'all, how much editing. You I don't edit do. fuck all. I think I've edited maybe two things. One being just a poor connection Troy had one time when he was interviewing like four dudes at the same time. And that it was, was just fucking like chaos. overloaded. And it wasn't even that much. But then, and then just like one slip up the other night. That was it. Or then I just fucking slap it up. Fucking. <laughs> right. Yeah. See, I, I try to go through and cut a f- few things here and there. I do have got like, do you cut like dead air? Like, do you cut that up to make it sound like there's no pauses and shit like that? Um, it depends if it's a really long pause, mm-hmm. I will, uh, to, yeah. because I don't want someone to like think the podcast cut off or whatever when they're listening. Right, yeah. 
Um, but I do, I let it go quite a bit, but there's sometimes I'll cut out like whole topic, like a whole five minute section where I'm like, that didn't go where I wanted it to go. You know, like one time I, I called my, my best friend pal colored, but not like in a racist way. But like when I listened to it afterwards, I was like, Oh shit, that sounded really bad. I'm going to cut that. <laughs> um, so yeah, I, I'm glad I can edit it some, mm-hmm. um, but I also don't do any live stuff. Uh, you know, yeah. like that's not something I do yet. And a lot of people ask me about videos. I know we talked about a little bit before we went live here. Uh, a lot of people have asked me if I'm ever going to make a video podcast. I'm in this like hard camp of podcasts or audio. Mm-hmm. They are not video. So quit yeah. that shit. But I do understand if I did it, I would get probably more views for some reason. For some reason, people want to see someone's fucking ugly face talking. I don't know how people yeah. enjoy that. Because mine's strictly like listening on the go. I do not sit there exactly. and, yeah. and turn on a YouTube clip and watch two people sit there with headphones on and yeah. somebody just not paying attention. It's so weird to me. Well, I and just to paint a picture, I've got one of those like desk mount fucking things with a big ass pop filter and the condenser in my face. So what the fuck do you want to look at? Right. I, I have the same thing. I have a pop filter right in front of my face. So that's so all you, you can't see my face. You can see my one eye and my beard and you're welcome. Like, that's not appealing. Fuck off. <laughs> right. Like, anyway, so I, I get on that battle on Twitter as well, where I argue with people that they don't have a podcast. They have a YouTube video series. Hey, and that's the thing. way. I like that. Um, and they get offended, but yeah, fuck them. People get offended by everything. So, okay. in summation, people, when you're sending music to find podcasts like Eight of the Moes and the Limbo Cast, send a fucking MP3 in the email. That's it. Spotify Amen. links gone. Send fifty bucks, you'll get the first slot and also an MP3. Please, thank you. <laughs> oh yeah, definitely get the first slot for fifty bucks. <laughs> I'll give you the first three slots for fifty bucks. I'll play your song three times. <laughs> <laughs> run it again yeah and one more time because they they really wanted it in there <laughs> but seriously it's been it's been a pleasure my friend we're, we're i was looking forward to this one and it would be a good one and uh, you did not disappoint my man it was awesome yeah yeah thanks for having me guys yeah man glad to meet you enjoy we'll chat again brother yeah we'll have you back all right well, peace peace dude cow cow head of the moat Eight of the moment did not disappoint. That's what I was hoping for. That's what we got. Redemption time. Little, little off the rails podcast. Yeah, not man, it's fun. You gotta you do. Learned a lot. Talk some yeah. tricks of the trade, podcast wise. Learn cool some to tips. Talk to others. Yeah, so you can catch us on Patreon. Give us five bucks a month, ten dollars a month, a hundred dollars a month. Fuck yeah. Give me a hundred dollars a month. I'll do a video podcast. I won't. I'll make a guy supper, but they gotta travel yeah. out here. Yeah. Why did I say yeah. a guy? That's like, oh, let's make a female supper. Oh, yeah. Make anybody whoever, if you're paying whoever's paying. Whoever's paying, yeah. I don't give a shit. Here it is. Make hundred bucks is a hundred bucks. Yeah, you can buy a lot of groceries <laughs> for a hundred bucks for that nice meal you're gonna make these guys. That's right. That's right. That was good. It, yeah. Fuck yeah. Enjoyable. Right Enjoyable. on. That's, That's how you spend a Tuesday night. That's what you get. That's what you want after after other episodes. That was fine. Yeah, man. Cool. I loved it. Peace yeah. out, everybody. We'll hit you cow. back tomorrow. Cow, cow. We'll back tomorrow, Richie recommends. Yeah.